All right. This is a uh, Chattel Bash with the Late Blooms EP. Thanks for the slippery wax instrumental. Um, all right. If you're listening right now, I'm in Portland and Seattle. I think everything is sold out. There might be a, a few tickets left for the May 5th show. Then I go to Riverside on May 17th. That's almost sold out. Uh, Las Vegas, May 18th. And then at the end of the month, I hit Louisville, uh, Indianapolis, St. Louis, Tits, Detroit, and Chicago. Uh, in Chicago, I added a second show, June 2nd. You can get tickets for that now, tomsegura.com uh, slash tour. And then I head on to Richmond. Um, I do uh, Hanover, Atlantic City, Tulsa. Uh, second shows have been added in Toronto, Vancouver, and Denver. Those are all at tomsegura.com slash tour. A bunch of other dates, too. Europe and all over the country. Uh, very excited about it. Thank you guys for getting tickets. Jean? Jean, uh, May 5th and 11th, I'll be in Tempe at the Tempe. It's Tempe. Tempe at the Tempe Improv. Tempe. Tempe. May 31st through June 1st, Burbank, California, Sperm Bank, Flappers, June 20th through 22nd, Washington Dick come at the D.C. Improv. Tickets at Christina P. Online. When's that one? Uh, June 20th through 22nd. Nice. Also, if you haven't seen my two comedy specials, check them out on Netflix, Mother Inferior and The Degenerates. Thank you. Are you announcing fall dates soon? Yeah, pretty soon. All right. I think soon. That's pretty exciting. I'm doing some other shit, man. I'm doing some other shit, man. <laughs> I'm real uh, into some shit right now, bro. Mm-hmm. All right. This episode of Your Mom's House is brought to you by Stamps.com. No one really has time to go to the post office. Mm-hmm. You're busy. Who's got time for all that traffic, parking, lugging all your mail and packages? It's a real hassle. That's why you need Stamps.com, one of the most popular time-saving tools for small businesses and individuals alike. Stamps.com eliminates trips to the post office and saves you money with discounts that you can't even get at the post office. We've been using Stamps.com for a decade. It is unbelievable. I didn't even know the interwebs have been around for that long. Stamps.com brings all the amazing services of the U.S. Post Office right to your computer, whether you're a small office sending invoices or an online seller shipping out products or even a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day. Why would you not use Stamps.com? They can handle all of it with ease. You just use your computer and printer and you can print U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere. You want to send it. Once your mail is ready, you just hand it to the mail carrier or drop it in a mailbox. It is that simple. With stamps.com, you get five cents off every first class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail. That is savings that really adds up. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving you time and money. It's no wonder over 700,000 small businesses already use stamps.com. Right now, our listeners Get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in MOM. That's Stamps.com. Enter the code word MOM. Speaking of MOM, Gene, you know what day it is coming up May 12th. Is that MOM? A special mommy day? It sure is. Mother's Day is just around the corner. Don't forget to thank the real pros this Mother's Day. Where would you be without your mom? 
right? And all the Happy. moms in your life, the wives, your sister, your sister-in-laws, all these broads, these mom broads. You know what they would love more than anything? What? Flowers. Aren't flowers just the most wonderful thing to have? They're just so beautiful. They brighten up the house. Delicate, They're such a luxury. Fun, yes. With Pro Flowers, you get the most lovely arrangements. They even have a, a bunch of vases to choose from that suit every mom's styles. And you can select the delivery date that you want them delivered. Pro Flowers carefully packages your flowers and delivers them fresh from the farm. Express delivery means her flowers stay fresh. And these flowers are so gorgeous, Jean. The ones that Pro Flowers gave me, I had beautiful roses and they were so fl- fresh. Like someone just cut them and put them in a vase and put them on my table. Right now, get one dozen assorted roses for nineteen ninety nine. Are you kidding me? Double the roses and get a premium vase for just nine ninety nine more. That is a quite a steal. Visit proflowers.com, click the microphone in the upper right corner and enter our code your mom. That's proflowers.com. Click the microphone code your mom. That's Y-O-U-R-M-O-M. Mother's Day is May 12th, so don't wait. Order like a pro and get this amazing rose deal to thank all the moms in your life. Thank you, Pro Flower. And thank you, Mommy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> thank you for having me, Bobby. All right. Okay. Okay. And for those of you listening who are trying to maybe start your family, maybe thinking of becoming a mommy, or maybe just interested in tracking your cycle, um, I have this great product for you. It's called Ava. I just started using it to track my cycle. No, I am not trying to get pregnant again. But let me tell you, when I was trying to get pregnant, I really wish I had Ava because we all know how hard it is to track your cycle, to find those five days where you're ovulating. And you know, I had to take my temperature. Remember, I take my temperature. Through your booty. No, but I have to, you have to pee on sticks and then the thing, you have to wait and then it beeps and then you got to run. It's like, I it's thought you terrible. always do the rectal thermometer. <laughs> Just for pleasure. Oh. That's not for oh. science. Oh, but that's why Ava was developed. It's this wonderful bracelet. It's stylish, but it doesn't matter that it's stylish because you wear it while you're sleeping. You go to sleep and you wake up with more insight into your health and your natural cycles. It's a Swiss startup company dedicating to advancing women's health. Um, and you wear the bracelet. It tells you where you are in your cycle, which is so great. It also gives you important data on your sleep quality, any uh, physiological stress, your resting pulse rate, and more. I mean, I'm telling you, this is such a fantastic device. I've been wearing it now the last month. I just like to keep track of my cycles. <laughs> Here's the best part of Ava. 20% of the price of Ava goes directly to the company's medical research and development in women's health. How special is that? So ladies, it's finally time to understand your body. Visit avawomen.com to learn more. And for listeners, of our program, you can receive $20 off your order by going to avawomen.com slash mom and using our code mom. That's avawomen.com slash mom, code mom for wherever you are in life. Try it out, Ava. Try it out. All right. All right, Jean. Okay. So much to get into. Oh, my life. So much fun stuff. Well, this guy looks like a cool guy already. Oh, the <laughs> coolest. You don't know this one, right? I don't, but uh, I, it's already set up for coolness. <laughs> it's the coolest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and let her rip. I like I'm it. still driving to get my cock sucked only a few minutes up the road. He used to clean our house, and I used to uh, suck him off. Go into the bathroom, close the door, and suck him off while 
my wife Liz was in the other room. Cool. My cock is hard now at the thought. It's also hard that uh, telling you this. Who oh, is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother to this. Your mom in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house. Yeah. Tom Segura. Yeah. And Christina Pajitsi. Christina Pajitsi. Welcome to your mom's house. I feel like this with this guy. <laughs> this guy is the best. I was, excuse me. I was gonna say I don't think there's a I don't think there's a bigger nightmare in a woman's life than seeing this. Video. Well, can you set the stage for the listeners? No, thank you. No, no. Can you describe what we're, what we're seeing? No, thanks for the listener. You. Okay, well, it's a very a red gentleman. <laughs> With multiple chins, and he's got the camera down, so of course the camera's been angling up to his chin, his fatness and his redness is accentuated. He's a he's uh, truck driver, he's driving, you can see the steering wheel. And, he's not and, a truck driver, he is. Isn't he a truck driver? No, no. Oh, sorry, I thought it was like a truck it's, for It's just reason. a guy driving his car. Just a cool and, guy uh, in his car. He's an older gentleman. He's an older gen, he's Probably bald, in his 60s. he's fat as fuck, yeah. Yeah. He's and, a, uh, probably got a nice wife at home who's making him his... Well, he does. Liz. Fa- Liz, yeah. making his favorite chili tonight for Sunday dinner. <laughs> and he's on his way to go blow the guy <laughs> who used to, what, clean his house or she was cleaning as he was know. blowing his friend. That <laughs> his is so friend. cool. <laughs> what a cool guy. This guy wins. <laughs> so... He wins for Cool Guy Club. Yeah, so he's got the camera mm-hmm. like angled. You see, it's like sitting on his leg, mm-hmm, and, and he's mm-hmm. and he's filming himself, and he's super excited. <laughs> he said he's fully hard just telling the story. Well, <laughs> yeah, that is cool. It's also cool to make a video of yourself when you're driving. Always a it is, and it then is safety first, safety first, and then b to have it down so that you yeah, have to so you look look down, down the whole yeah. time. I know I look good from those angles. I'll always. Personally, that's I my barely best angle. look good in these angles, and this is professionally lit. But I, you know what? We should God. go after some of these people online too. With this shit, every picture is like this. That's nice <laughs> like though. That looks you're good. You're not fooling anybody. Yeah, Come on. It does look better. Um, that's how I have to do all of them. Let's uh, <laughs> or not. Yeah, let's let's revisit. No, thanks. Let's I go in detail. I don't think so. Still driving to get my cock sucked only a few <laughs> minutes up the road. He used to clean our house, and I used to uh, suck him off. Go into the bathroom, close the door, and suck him off while my wife Liz was in the other room. Yeah, How my cock is hard now. At the thought, it's also hard that uh, telling you this. I just adore naked men. I adore being naked with the man. Yeah, fuck the wife. She's a cunt. I really love sex with men. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's neat that he shares it with the rest of the world and not her. Well, she knows now. She knows she. That's why, I mean, that's the only reason to make this video, right? Is so that she does find out. I guess. Thank you, sir. Yeah. It's his way of like, right? I don't know. Because he's certainly not keeping a secret this way. This is not a secret anymore. No. no. Cat's out of the bag. But I, I think, you know, 
He's not a young guy. It probably took him this long to put that video out. It's probably good for him. This is actually cathartic, you know? Mm -hmm. He gets to announce to the world that he's sick of Liz. Fucking bitch. <laughs> I've had hundreds Fucking of men. Liz. Hundreds of women, men and women. And I love it. I'm proud of it. I have sold my body for sex for men, for blowing and swallowing their cum, <laughs> and to be fucked by men. That's cool. It's neat for Liz. Do you think Liz appreciates I don't know. That? I'm just hoping there's kids involved, you know? So, and I've kept the notes, and I took photos of them. So, oh. I've been a prostitute. Neat. And uh, I do. I love it. I have sucked probably thousands of men. Jesus Christ, man. Isn't that just impressive numbers? Just, you know what I mean? Just, like, re remove yourself <sighs> from the uh, scenario of Liz and all this. Just to be like, I've sucked thousands. Oh, I thought you were going to, I was actually going to do the opposite and say, good on him, leading a double life and sucking all these dicks. I mean, to do it without oh, the wife and salute. the kids. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think it's an actual, no, I, deserves an honor. I, I salute him, but I'm just saying, isn't it amazing just for anyone to be like, I've probably sucked off right. a thousand. Just a guy in his leisure time. Jesus. This guy doesn't have leisure time is what no, I'm he's, saying. He's doing, he's always telling Liz, I got to run errands. Right. The lies. Going to the gym. How many? You know? That's the lie you tell me. You you work out a lot, Segura. You go on these four-hour hikes. You come back. Hours past. It's dark outside. You're not sweaty at all. You smell nicer than you did when you left. Like yesterday, you said you were working out. And you came home. And you smelled good when you came back. Yes, sir. Yeah, your beard smelled fresh. That's not normal. It's weird. Any more? Is that the end of the clip? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the end of it. Um, well, mm, you're always out, just gone. Kids are like busy guy. So, um, one of the things. Did you get hard thinking of him? Naked with the man. Did that make you hard? <laughs> oh just my god! About Stay him? over there. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Don't reach over the. Oh my goodness! Do you think Liz has any in inkling? Yes, she has to. She knows. But there, there, there's a forced level of delusion with Liz. Liz is, yeah. Liz is telling herself Poor what she Liz. wants to. But she's got to get through life. Well, Mikey and I, we've been together for 47 years. Fuck the wife. She's a cunt. I love him so much. I make him a biscuit with tea every day. Fucking cunt. We've got four children together. We vacation in Shaftesbury. Want a man with hard cock. <laughs> suck it and swallow that cum. You know, he's worked at the factory for years to support our lovely family. Stupid boring cunt. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, well, it's your Smurf day. Oh my God, we're going to go there? All right, yeah. I, Happy. Um, we missed it. For people that don't 40th know, 40th birthday. I turned 40. Um, Finally. Between, God damn it. I now know, you're in the 40, 40 club. You've been 40 for like nine years. I know. I, um, between the touring and, uh, uh, had a small part in a movie. We always, you know, we always, we never skip this show no matter what. We That's always right. make it happen. No matter what. And I turned 40. I came home from a long week out and I walk into my living room. Yeah. And you. Yeah. Had put, uh, my dream, my own private jet. That's right. Babe, that looks really expensive. <laughs> so I walk in. And I guess, is this on the screen? Can they see this? <laughs> I see a fucking private jet made of balloons. Yeah. And it says, and it's enormous. I mean, that yeah. thing is like. It's a huge. Six feet it's long. It's six feet long. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, <laughs> it looks like something you would see at a Kardashian's birthday party. Yeah. You know, it's like an extravagant. 
anyways, it I cost was, a fortune. I, it looks it like really it. did, but I was really, I was. Uh, they offered me a twelve me. footer, and I was oh like, "We God. can't even get that in the door." No, no, you got, you got me. I, I laughed. I was so happy to see this. There's yeah. huge fortieth um, numbers, you know. Of I got a lot of forties around the house that yeah. you didn't forget that you're forty. Not yet. And it then reminded. it says Tommy's Jet on the side yeah. of Tommy's Jet. I mean, uh, just to be clear, though, it is kind of a bummer. <laughs> you know what's the bummer that you see the like. When I show that to people, they're like, oh, is that what they give you when you get a jet? <laughs> and I was like, no, that's it. And they're like, so what is it? I go, that's the, that's the present. That's Tommy's jet. Yeah. But I have to say, it was so exciting to get you. A, it made me happy, though. Uh, so for those who were just listening, I had a, f- a six-foot model of a jet airplane made out of balloons. It's a balloon sculpture. Mm-hmm. And yes, I did go to where the Kardashians actually get their balloons done for their... It's awesome. It is actually impressive. And the best part is the delivery guys who set this up, these two Romanian guys, I think they were, they they roll up to our house and they were thrilled because they knew who you were. They were mommies. They were huge podcast fans. Yep. The guys who installed this in our house. And they're both like so geeked for me to talk about this on the show. So so shout out to my, my brother's who put this together. And they were like, uh, so where's the actual jet you got him? Yeah. Uh, but I, you'll be happy to know I did spend a fortune on that. And? And? The reason I didn't buy you a jet. Yes. Is because I know what you really wanted, which was more attainable. And so I liquidated one of our son's college funds. Really? That's and awesome. And? I got you this. What is this? Just check it out. Okay. Just I'm because it's your fortieth, and I know it feels important. heavy. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. What Do you love the it? Fuck. Do you love it? Do you love it? Yeah. What is this? Is this a Cuban with diamonds? Yeah. Jesus. Yes. Guess how many carrots? I don't know. <laughs> a lot. Let's just say it's $1,000 for every year of your life. Which kid's not going to college? Well, the one that looks like you, not as bright probably. The one that looks like me is going. (laughs) They're going to hear these episodes, you know. What? Well, then they're going to know why one of them went to community college and the other one went to Harvard. I know. I know. Do you love it? Here, you want me to put it on you? Yeah, of course. Okay. It's a really nice chain for those of you listening. I kind of, I wanted to go simple yet extravagant. You know what I I mean? I don't know that that's a thing. No, it's like you don't want to go, I don't want to get like like a wacky design. Oh my God. There you go. There you go. But get the sparkly side up. Yeah, there you go. Ooh, that looks nice. Tommy. Thanks, babe. Wow, you look great. And like only one kid doesn't go to college. Yeah, it's fine. I don't know. Oh, I love it. Make sure to get the diamonds up. Yeah, diamonds up. Oh, that looks great. Wow. I don't know how to do it. No, you did it. You got it. Oh, okay. It looks fantastic. What do you think? I love it. Thank you. Does it feel like it's enough? Yeah, I mean, it'd be cool if I had a plane to fly with it on but yeah why that's are great. you taking it off i gotta then? take these out of my ears and put them underneath it oh, okay you know 
And I was thinking, too, you could wear this on tour. You can take your next publicity. Like, you're now the 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 comic with the chain. Right. Because there's not a lot of guys out there, a lot of white guys out there wearing gold chains like that. What's that supposed to mean? It's usually reserved for a different type of white guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> guys who sell other people into sexual slavery. Jesus. Eat borscht, stuff like that. You're saying that I look like a Russian white guy? No. You look great. Okay. Well, I'm really happy with this. Thank you. You look great. Well, happy birthday. Thanks. I know you're upset about the jet, so. No, this really made it up. Thank you. You got it. You got it. Happy birthday, man. Yeah. Really exciting. This feels right. You feel good? Yeah, yeah. You've been begging for it for so long. I know. I just couldn't. And I know you guys listening are like, I can't believe she got him a chain. She was so against it. And you know what? I've realized that I have to stop being a dream crusher for you. Thank you. There's only one life to live. Yes. And if this is what makes you happy, look, we're not going to live forever. That's true. That cash, when we die, who cares? It's gone. You may as well enjoy it. That's right. This is a, where does this perspective come from? I know. From? Let's buy the jet after the show. I don't fucking care. Blow it. Really? Sell the house. Get a jet. I don't care. This is a new you. You like it? I like it a lot. Reckless, huh? This is the gift that yeah. I wanted for my birthday. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Just for you to start saying some stupid shit more often. Yeah, you got it. I'm all stupid shit all day, huh? <laughs> I got nothing but stupid in this head. Dude, this is great. Are you yeah. being serious? Yeah. I've, I listen, I'm, I'm, I, I'm 42. I've been in my forties now for two years and it fucking, it, it really awakens your existential stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like life is so short and we're just going to die soon anyways. Cares. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, man. Anyway, speaking of which, oh, oh, blowing and swallowing the cum. Oh my God. That's what I'm talking about. That's a guy who has the same mentality. Wait, isn't this what Doug Mallard sent you? No, this is a different thing. I'm playing an audio drop. For oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I was saying that that guy has the same mentality that. Yes. Carpe diem. You know what I mean? Embrace. Fuck the wife. She's a cunt. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's normally, but now I'm changing my perspective. Oh, oh you know? I see So. I've won you over. You won me over with my chain and your new perspective. Yep. Doug Mellard, the great Doug Mellard, hilarious comedian's been on the show. Dude, sent me this on my birthday, God. and this was one of the worst experiences of my life. Me too. <laughs> I hated this immediately. Said, Play this. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. I hate it. Turn it off. He's doing that with his mouth. It's I don't know terrible. how he does that. Please turn it off. Happy birthday. That's so <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fuck. I don't know how he's doing this. It's so annoying. Yeah. Tom Segura. <laughs> oh my God. It's... Okay, it's thank you. It's horrible. Let it go. Let it go. Let done. No, no. All done. The listeners From are Doug Miller. <laughs> Doug Miller. Oh my god. Oh my god. Enough. All right. All right. All right. Can I tell you? Happy birthday. Okay. Okay. Cut it. Cut Got it. Got it. This reminds me of the first time I heard Mariah Carey do her. Yeah. Right. And it's you, great. You weren't sure if you liked it or not. Yeah. And then later you're like, that's oh that's her talent. She does that the real fuck high. What kind of blasphemy are you talking about? <laughs> The first time you heard Mariah, you didn't think it was kind of weird and annoying? Where she no. was like, someday you 
You got me feeling emotions. Like that? (laughs) 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 What was that guy's name? Shane? Remember Uh, him? Yeah, Shane. 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 Yeah. Shane. It was horrible. Thanks, Doug, for horrifying it. Yeah. That was a really cool present. Thanks, Doug. God damn. Listen. What's that guy's name, man? Shane something. Shane, yeah. Don't, don't. The listeners, remember they hated us they for that episode? They hated us for this episode. For those of you who don't know. It's an old we one. We found this guy and he was like giving karate and singing lessons <laughs> <laughs> on his YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, he had like 19 followers. Yeah, Shane. And we were like, oh, we should do a whole episode of just him. We didn't figure out at the time. <laughs> what, what you learn doing a podcast over time is that the audience doesn't want two hours of a maniac. They want like 15 minutes of a maniac oh, and then on the next right, maniac. Right, right, right. You yeah. cannot fucking just do all your time it was uh crazy guy it was quite a lesson i'll say that yeah, it they, was a lesson you guys hated it we got it message yeah. received um the, now he's he's looking for the drop the of feedback shame. was like fuck you this episode yeah. people got so mad about it man so angry so yeah. i guess while you're looking for shane's drop i'd like to share a new development in my private life sure um i started doing something recently that's like you know when you do something a certain way your whole life <laughs> This is a shame. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit hot for me there. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> we did. We fucked him. A so. ninety-minute episode. <laughs> no, and he called into the show. He called into the show, and then we were like, us. "Sing Mariah, sing Prince." <laughs> Sing David Bowie, seeing everybody. He was like, "All right." And <laughs> didn't he have the smoke detector? Gun? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so people listening were like, "All right, is this, are we moving on?" Like, nope. <laughs> Shane's gonna sing um, "Diamonds and Pearls" now. D to the I to the A to the M. I had some. Technical problems. Oh, yeah, it was always technical. Yeah, um, yeah. Couldn't quite do it perfectly. Perfectly, uh, perfect. I didn't hear it. You gave me diamonds and pearls. See, he kept saying, "You give you diamonds and pearls." You gave you. You gave you diamonds and pearls. Yeah, maybe my computer is <laughs> Uh huh. Okay. All right, there you go. There oh, okay. You, there you there go. You go. Okay. No, don't. Okay. There's, there's, there it is. <laughs> the the smoke, smoke detector, detector battery. Yeah. Chirp. Okay. Here you ready? Go. You ready? Okay. This will be the day <laughs> that you will hear me say <laughs> that I will never run away. Timing off just a little. Just a little just bit. Just a slight. Yeah. It was, That's it was great. three times for you. I'm, I'm just practicing here. Right. Yes, yeah, he would always let you know that, you know, yeah. Yeah, this is just practice. Yeah. Anyways, um, uh, so I was about to tell you on this new thing. You know how you do something one way, like for 40 years, 42 years of my life, dude? I've been 
getting out of the shower and then what i do this is so mind-blowing and i know you're gonna think this because i've been doing this my whole life i get out of the shower i just kind of throw a towel around me i wrap around my body and then i kind of just like pat 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 and then i just throw the towel aside like i i just hate taking the time to dry myself off and i've done it my whole life and then my arms will be wet my legs will be wet and i'll just kind of flick the water off a little but i won't fully dry it with a towel right and then i'll go and i'll get dressed and i'll put on my pants with wet legs i'll put on my socks wet and i'll be furious because like especially when i try to put on like pilates leggings I'll be furious because it's so wet. Like I can't. And why doesn't, why, what part of your brain doesn't go, I should dry that? I don't know. And that's the problem. Do you know how many people listening are like, God, I don't <laughs> like her so much. Because our staff, when you told them, they were all like. Furious. I don't I know. like her anymore. I know. And like, I don't know why I, I know how I started this. I've always done it this way my entire life. I think it's just because I'm in a hurry and I don't like to take the time. So anyways, two weeks ago. I started drying myself what? off completely with what? a towel. Yeah. Like I, I took the time. I calmed myself How did down. I not notice this? Yeah, there's a lot. You don't notice. And then I I took the time to dry off my arms and my legs. How nice was that? Dude, putting on clothes was so much easier. <laughs> and putting my bra on and not having it stick to me. And like putting deodorant on, because then I would try putting deodorant Dude, over wet armpits. And wait it till like, you discover <laughs> forks. They're so awesome for like... You scoop up the food and you can put it in your mouth. I know. It's really cool. But I don't know why I did Dude, this. It's for so, so horrible long. to put on clothes when you're wet. And I do it. I do it's it. The worst all. I did it for 42 years. This is why you've been in a bad mood. Because <laughs> of putting on wet clothes yeah. for 42 years. Put me in a bad mood too. Dude, I didn't realize how stupid that was. Like, you Wait till we check in in a few months. You're going to be like, you know what's put me in the best mood? <laughs> putting on clothes when I dry it off. I know. Yeah. It has. It's like changed my whole life. I don't understand how you accepted that before. I bet you. This is the worst thing you've ever told me. No, about you. better better than Wipegate. What that I will go shit to shower. This is this is worse. Worse than Wipegate. Yeah, definitely. No. Yes. I, I, listen, I bet listening. No, right, it's not even close. Listening. It's not even, it's not even close. Right now, listening, there are people who go, I do the exact no, same thing. No, they don't. No, they don't. Drying off is a waste of time. No, they don't. Just put your clothes on wet. Who cares? It'll no, dry. No, Wipegate was real. Wipegate was like, there was a split. People go like, I get it. I go shit to shower. Not most, but people did. Yeah. No one listening is Ari like. Ari goes shit to I, shower. That's what I'm saying. Joey Diaz goes shit in shower. Oh my God. <laughs> your, your comprehension skills. No, I know. I know. I'm just so, listening. I'm listening. That's what I'm saying. Some people would side with you. No one is siding with you right now. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody is understanding. You don't know that. Josh Potter is a. Do probably, you voluntarily no, not try to, off? Josh Potter. He was uh, ask Josh. He's a cockroach. He probably okay. does stuff like this too. Yeah. All right, Josh. Here, come over here. Yeah. There's no way he has good hygiene like I do. Josh. This is like, it's Josh. infuriating. Oh, the monitors went black. The monitors just went off. Uh, okay. They're back. They're back. Um, I have done that. Because well, everyone because has done it. Everybody knows the yeah, experience. I only own a few towels, so I've run out. And I've wait, just wait, been wait. like, That's, fuck it. Do you understand the difference between what I'm asking and what you're saying? No. She's saying that... For 40 years, she's just been like, I don't want to dry off. It's a waste of time. I don't want to dry off I get fully. Dressed, I get dressed daily 
by not drying off. Everybody knows the experience of having, not having the time or whatever circumstance to get dressed wet. And then you go, this is horrible. It's horrible. I'm going to dry off. And I would do like, it Like, that's what you day. normally do. As a hairless woman, I would imagine you could just, it would dry, evaporate pretty fast, right? Right. That's my, and see, I think that's been my logic this whole time is like, why do I need to go through the problem, the thing of doing this? But I you've should dry been damp fast. this whole time. And I know, and I never Wait, register that you, it's not working so for me. So do you, on a day-to-day basis, go, no. I'm going to get dressed wet? No, because here's the thing. I often do, though, on accident. Right. Because I'm hairy. Right. So, like, me drying off, I could take a towel to this all day, and I still am like a fucking dog. Right, but you still try <laughs> to get dry. Yeah, I try, like the Dickens, and sometimes yeah. I fail. Yeah, yeah, but that happens to me, too. I have body hair. So you're trying to dry off, right. and then sometimes you start putting, and you're like, oh, this is horrible so like the next time i shower i'm gonna dry even more i'm saying she's going yep i know i'm wet this makes me mad makes me it mad feels bad day. and then the next shower she's gonna do the same thing well i figured every out day. why you need to have the temperature at 78 degrees all the time because you're fucking damp walking around all day now why 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 are you sitting here why are you doing this doing what not drying off what is wrong with you it's one of those things i started in childhood I didn't like taking the time to dry off and I've just kept the habit my entire life until I got sick of it and I just changed my ways. I'm going to do some Christina voodoo on you. Go ahead. Reverse it. Do you think you don't deserve to dry off? (laughs) There you go. No. Thank you, John. You just earned your paycheck. I I honestly think I'm too hurried. Tell us what's really going on. No, I'm in a hurry and I don't want to take the time to dry myself fully. I feel like it's a waste of time and I don't like wasting my time. It's a fucking time waster. Just like grocery shopping. Well, you shopping. just realized that it's not a waste of time though. No, and now I've changed my ways. Like and it's literally I, like 30 seconds more. Right, but I've just learned that. I just learned that. And it's, it's so now, I just learned that. Now that you aren't it's walking enraging. through your days damp, right? are you feeling like you, know, you can experience a cooler temperature in the room? No, that'll never change. But what I do feel is a sense of like calmer. Like I, maybe I would need to calm myself down a bit is what that what's happening is I'm too anxious. It's anxiety. I got to calm myself my down because I feel so <laughs> angry right now. About what? About everything. Everything you're saying, everyone here. You don't, there's nothing you do that's a weird thing. I'm sure there is. One day you'll figure out is completely maybe counterproductive. Not as bad as what you just said. <laughs> If While my got, socks get wet, I want to destroy everything. So I can't yeah. imagine oh, how I your hate bra that. and everything. I know. So you put on wet person. socks every day? Yeah. I don't know you. I don't yeah. want to know you. <laughs> we got we got to go to like a therapy I session know. Together. I got to talk about it. The fucking worst. Um, Anyways. Wait, I was, Josh, while you're ahead. here, got a, a, a message from a listener about you. Oh, boy. Oh. Yeah. It says, hey, I've been listening to Josh's sexual downward spiral. I want I think to it's help. An upward spiral. Frankly, <laughs> but okay. I want to help. I spoke with my mother. She has needs. He has wants. <sighs> she may be sixty-five, but she is a former power lifter with a heart of gold and is very nurturing. Josh doesn't like to wear bags. My mom can't get pregnant, so it's a win-win. Have Josh email me for details. Balls deep, Liam. This oh. won't be the first mom I fucked. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're into like 65-year-old moms? I mean, I don't like know. Now that I'm moms? older, I mean, when I was 23, I uh, I fucked like a 40-something-year-old. That's a pretty big leap at that age. Yeah, and she ate my bum. What? Yeah, that's the woman that ate my butt. Ugh. A real mom, by the way. <laughs> okay. And, and uh, uh, did, you have a, did you have a lot of prep time to get your butt ready? No. <laughs> sure. <laughs> 
I had some. I definitely made an effort, but you, you know, some? I didn't dry off that day. Let's just say that. Uh, wait, what was your pre- what was your prep work? What I took you- a shower that day. In like, well, once I knew she was coming and wanted to then eat my bum, I prepared my ass. How did you know she told you? Yeah, like, she explicitly she, said uh. she was going to do that. And I, you know, I thought maybe she was joking, but I didn't want to take any chances, you know? So I went home and scrum how, gang. Yeah, scrum scrum. How scrum did you gang. and how did you prep your butt is when I'm asking. I just washed it thoroughly, that's all. Got you didn't trim there. the hairs? No, I let her deal with the hair. <gasps> how was she at it? Scrum I master? mean, it was my only occasion where I got yeah. it, so it's like I think it was uh five stars you know yeah now did she um just kind of lightly delicately touch your starfish or did she like she started that way she uh uh, she started just in the area yeah and then well i mean like i said i didn't know if she was just joking around were you in the change my die die or on all fours i start she started just you know doing what women do down there Uh and then all of a sudden lifted my legs into change the die die situation wow (laughs) and i was like huh what's this for and then i found out Wow. Yeah. I realized, hey, that Jesus. that thing's happening that she teased earlier. Not going to lie. I'm Ugh. rock hard right now. I'm going to throw <laughs> up. Thanks, Josh. Yeah, you're like the guy in the car. I am. Me Ugh. too, bro. Me too. Josh, Gross. keep talking. Okay. Keep telling me. Great. Thanks, Josh. Um. All right. Look, we, yeah, I'll fuck that 65-year-old is all I'm saying. Okay. All right. We'll set it up, man. Make Josh come tour. It's coming. Um. So the greatest moment in the history of podcasting happened yeah. last week. Oh my God. And that is when the, uh, try it out guy. Jesus Christ. Uh, came on our show and oh my God, like the feedback oh has been outrageous. I have been, as some of you have been jumping into, he goes live on uh instagram sometimes like Dude, 26 times a day and i go on instagram 26 times a day yeah to see his stories yeah if yeah. you're not it's, in the insta stories you've got to get your life he doesn't know what's about to happen though oh like, my god like right here you can tell there's 11 people in this thing yeah it's the beginning it's about to be so many more bart is fat okay bart is fat okay <laughs> it's robert Okay. Robert is the try it out guy. Yeah, so. guys, cancel your cable, fuck TV, <laughs> get on Instagram stories, dude. This is the only thing worth watching. It and is, we have uh, a fucking YMH exclusive yeah, here on it's our amazing. hands. We've gleaned the best of his Insta stories for you right just, now. This is just from the last week. Robert yeah. Paul CH. That's his Instagram <laughs> handle. Um, it stands for Robert Paul Champagne. And it's that is the try it out guy. If you're familiar with the try it out guy, that is him. Um, and he... He does not fuck around. God damn it! On his on his uh, Instagram lives, it is it's tried out. Here we go. Let's see some more. Okay, so um, I said, I've been in the slave days, man, and then those niggas tied me up, put kiss on a clam, went for kiss, man. Press pause. So if you don't know, he said because he kind of stumbles through some of it. He said, um, if I was around in the slave days. Uh, he drops a big word, and then he said he put his tits in a clamp, mm-hmm. um, and he's like mashing his his chest around, it's the fucking and he's for- fantasizing about uh, <sighs> slaves. Dude, first of all, he does all his Insta stories buck naked. Yeah, and he okay. always gives you a peek if you ask nicely. Dude, I've seen this guy's hog like yeah. 50 times yeah. now, and that's just the beginning. He's naked all the time. And he's, we got, he needs a better phone. He's got like a fucking razor phone or something. The audio is bad. He goes, uh, Bart's fat. All right, Bart's fat. 
Kiss from a clam. Point for kiss, man. Yeah, smacking my fucking ass. Sneezing me. My fucking thing I said. Taking that cotton. Yeah, whipping my fucking ass. Yeah. Milk me. Oh, fucking A, man. That'd be fucking hot, man. Being a fucking slave to hot nigga dick, man. Being used. Yeah. Fuck. So. He just wants, he wants to be a, he, you know, it's the same thing. It's actually the perfect fantasy for him. He's saying, he's always talking about black guys pissing on him and beating him. And then this is basically oh, morphed into a slavery fantasy. Sure. I missed yeah. this one live. I'm. Yeah, I missed an, it too. Yeah. I, I don't know how. Uh, yeah. The West. I would love to be in a slave days and have black hot niggas owe me, man. What the yeah. fuck, man? Hot black niggas owe me. Uh-huh. And um, chained up, whipping my ass. Have those black cuts fucking whip my ass, baby man. Man, some fucking crackers at work and whip my ass. Maybe pick the cotton naked man, and then pick the cotton and fucking my ass. And Jesus Christ, man! So, if you're not putting it together, he's saying that uh, that back in the slave. It's weird because he's like, I want to be in the slave days, but I want them to chain me up. Hmm. <laughs> And whip me, yeah. and then pick cotton and fuck me. What? <laughs> like that pick is cotton and that is. Yeah, I don't uh, think he has a good idea of what happened back then. Yeah, with the chain of command. I'm home now. I'm Tom Secura. Secura is the water champ. Okay. <laughs> the best part. Okay, first of all, it's at this point, and we're, we're recording this. We've only got like a handful of people that yeah. are into this. Yeah, yeah. And there's like 18 people at a time watching these, and they're all getting him to say YMH stuff, yeah, which great. is the best. It's the best. It's like stuff, a hot ass, hot throat. Ay. Yep. No, 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 no! Oh okay. fuck! Oh fuck! Yeah, for my dick. Oh yeah. my god. Oh my god! This is so hard to watch. I remember so, this one. Yeah. He, oh. Oof. Oh. He's a. He's a. He's. He's drinking it's his so own. His, ooh, he's drinking his own piss. My eyes work. And uh, it's kind of rough, man. He. Well, he drinks quite a bit. Quite a lot. I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw up. Well, you and he's I watched though. this one live, and we were in bed watching him, not watching anything else. And he would piss into the cup, and it was like hot, like yeah. warm. And then he would just conversation. And then he and would, then well, he was like, swig it and people swig were it. like, uh, they would go, why are, why are you drinking your own piss? He's like, well, because no one else come over here to piss on me. <laughs> like he was, he was mad that they weren't, you know. He's saucy about it. Yeah, he was. Um, he was like getting back at the people my that god. aren't pissing on him. He's like, I'll drink my own piss then. Oh my god! All right, there's more. Yeah. Okay, I had some wine and the piss and. I'm gonna get fucked. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh. Have to again. Oh no piss. no! Don't drink it! No 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 no! Oh. oh my life! Oh my life! So let me know. Okay. Yep. See. Here it is. Right from my right from here, man. I have to my piss. Cause I need piss, man. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> why? I wonder why. Cause no one's showing up. Yeah, he's upset. No one's so showing up. So I think up. people drink my piss. Okay. Uh, was that fun doing that sensor mark on his <laughs> dong? Uh, it was not fun to track that blur. <laughs> <laughs> really not. Fuck the wife. She's a cunt. Great. <laughs> we should put them together. I know. I feel like I want to get him and Terry together. 
Yeah, right. Terry would be a good and match. He would be the boss of the house. He'd be the boss <laughs> of the house. I mean, what he's doing is like he's on Instagram and he's posting his picture. He's repeating his address, his home address. He's repeating the phone number. I'm wondering if it's paying off right now. Yeah. I, he's got to have found a black guy who's willing to f him at this point, right? You would think so. Um, got well, we got to get we got to get this going. So why don't we um, why don't we try to give him a call? Okay. You know. Okay. Um, okay, let me see here. Um, let's make a call. Is it seven? Yep. <clears throat> let's see if this works, okay? Is it dialing? Um, <clears throat> I'm home here now. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Shit, man. Let's ask him what kind of phone he's using. Tom, ask him what phone yeah. he's using. What is he using on Instagram? Because it's terrible. His audio is terrible. <laughs> he really doesn't understand technology. This guy. No, and we just set this up. We just told him we were going to call him five minutes ago. <laughs> Boop. Maybe, maybe we'll try it later on. Yeah, I mean, um, maybe he's not home here now. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He's maybe on Instagram. Maybe uh, he's using the phone right now to I be mean, on Insta. He's the boss, you know. Yeah, I, I think he's home here now. <laughs> my my uh, guess. Potter said he's going to try and call him and get him on the phone. You're leasing a key, okay. man. Yeah. Um, I'm home here now. I just got to say though, it it seriously, it still is the thing that I I just can't believe this actually happened. Oh my god. This has been. I mean, he premiered at episode four twenty. <laughs> and we're we're oh yeah, he's on his phone <laughs> right now. Yeah. Uh, 420, which means 80 episodes later, basically. Isn't that amazing? Which is like two years. Yeah, it's really crazy. Like, yeah. this has been so long in the making. This is, I feel like this is a huge payoff, not just for our listeners, but like for us. For humanity. Yeah. yeah. This is, we're doing science right now. Yeah. That's, <laughs> it sounds like he's talking to us. So can we call right back? Yeah? Yep. Uh, he said, go ahead and, hold on. Yep, go ahead. And go ahead. All right, here, let's try it again. All right, let's do it again. So one guy's phone number I don't have to worry about <laughs> putting out there. Let's see. Twenty-three ninety-five Wagner Apartments. Is this the right number? Tom? Yeah, it is. Hello. 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 Hey, Robert. Yeah, I'm speaking. Good yep. morning, Lucifer. Good How morning. are you? I'm doing good. <laughs> hey, man. Um, it's Tom and Christina. And Hi. We're Hi. we're so excited to be talking to you. You know, this is going to be a big. It's going to be a big week, man, for your social media. Well, whatever you know. Oh no, sir! This is going to be a game changer. <laughs> okay. Um, here's what's going to happen. Those uh, your followers are going to go up by the thousands. You got to be prepared that you're going to have to like turn your phone off sometimes because people are going to be calling you a lot. They might be showing up. I would also check your mailbox frequently. I think people are going to be sending you gifts. Um, just to be sure, it's 2395 Wagner Houses, apartment 2C, 124th and 1st Avenue, East Harlem, 718-930-9723. Did I get that right? That's correct. It's pretty good, huh? Now, Robert, we, 
We've been following you on um, Insta stories and loving what you're doing. Oh, yeah. You're putting out a great product. You are. And we're wondering, now you're going to be getting flooded with followers. Will you be doing anything new on your Instagram stories? We've noticed that you've been drinking your piss and you've been shirtless. It's been exciting. It's been really, really cool. And anything new to expect in the next week or so? Mm, I got a few surprises coming. Oh. A few surprises. Um, oh. Now, one thing that I really got excited about is you mentioned... Um, in the stories and even in comments, that you're going to be doing a live show on Coney Island this July. You're going to do some stand-up. Is that right? I do comedy, and I sing, and I do what I care. The karaoke thing, but I sing, and I do comedy. I do, and I do gifts to people, and for it's a, it's a crazy act I do. Babe, do you know that like if you give out the details? Of where you're, you're going to have a humongous fan club show up to watch you perform, right? Like, yeah, but see, I, I, I perform in July. Okay. July, August, on Fridays, Fridays, and Sundays only. What time? Okay. What time is your show? Where? Well, well, Dan starts, people have to come by 6, and he starts around 6 o'clock, so I, get, I go on around 8.30. 8.30, but where's the location? It's Coney Island, Brooklyn, New York, Coney Island. It's uh, Coney Island, the Wonder Wheels at on the boardwalk. Okay. All right. And you, you know, it's around there. I'll say Coney Island, Stewart Avenue, and go over there, and you go straight, you see the Wonder Wheel, you walk over, and you see a... you see a karaoke thing, a bunch of people, and they're trying to boardwalk. Okay. That makes sense. So, now, I want to ask you about... Um, some of the courting some of these guys because what happened to guys do you think i feel like guys used to just want to fuck 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 and then are they kind of being shy now and uh, some are some are some 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 took bullshit to me in the phone and never show up and i know another that's why i call them chicken yeah chicken i get you on that i feel like that with the next week or so, it's going to change. And I'm not kidding you. I feel like you're going to, when we talk to you next, you're going to be like, man, I am worn out. I got pissed on, beat, fucked. I'm, 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 I'm done. I think that's going to happen in the next two weeks. Mm, we'll see. Yeah. I hope so. My fingers are crossed. Me too. Um, so what's up um, with the piss now? Some of the guys, you know, I think a lot, everyone has different kinks. What's it like? Does your does your own piss turn you on the way someone else's does or no? Um, it's okay. It's you know what it actually tastes like. What? Uh, like you were in a desert and you had nothing to drink and yeah. you just had to go. Well, like that is a salty taste. It's not that 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 great. That's a salty taste. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nothing thrilling. Just salt. All right. It tastes like salt. Well, great. That's good to know. Um, well, we wanted to check in and just see how you're feeling, and we're getting ready for you yeah, to are enjoy you, this influx. Are you enjoying the uh, interaction so far with the fans that have found you? Do you enjoy it? Yep. And um, I just felt I'm trying to get. I'm, I have this phone, but I'm getting another phone. Oh, yes. So I'm going to try to do, so try to do another Instagram and try to do another Facebook because that's what I try to do. But I want to keep these two phones going now. Okay, good. Yeah, you got to keep your phones going. Um, keep going live on Instagram. People love it. And I'm telling you, this week is going to be a big week for you. So we look forward 
to watching the shows and and seeing your posts. Please post pictures often. People love it. And um, I I hope you have a great week. Uh, Piss on me and beat me. And um, that is it, sir. And we'll check it on you next time to see if you're getting pissed on and beat on and if things are coming together. Okay. All right. All right, Robert. Thanks, uh, thanks, Robert. I'm home here now. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. There you go. He has no idea what's about to fucking go down. No, his phone's going to shut down. Gonna shut the fuck down, right? Yeah, dude, definitely. he's gonna have people coming to his twenty three nine. Dude, he's the only guy. <laughs> do you like? I, I know his address and <laughs> do phone it again, number. Dude, you do it in the car. It's like a like a car lot salesman. Twenty three ninety five Wagner Houses Apartment Two C One Twenty Fourth and First Avenue East Harlem Seven One Eight Nine Three Zero Nine Seven Two Three. It's Cal Worthington and his dog yeah, it's like spot. A, it's, it's like a car. Lot he says it's, it. It is. It's yeah. like keys, 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 yeah. keys on Van Nuys. It's a fucking jingle. Yeah. He Cold gave his up. fucking address and phone number to all And you just did all to, of to the humanity. internet. Yeah, but he's like, yeah, of course, give out my number. The only person in the world who'd be like, yeah, cool. I don't know if he understands, if he really understands how the internet works and the power. Of, what makes you say that? Of what he's about to feel no i know he's about to read. no and i by the way i don't the one thing i'll tell you i mean obviously sense of humor we like to have fun it's i think it's fucked up if you tell them you're coming over you yeah know? and also got like don't, t- don't do that to somebody friendly reminder we do like the try it out guy and we yeah. encourage you to be civilized and keep it kind and I mean, friendly please do not jokes are great but like you don't want to mislead someone to being like i'm down no. to fuck and don't and be mean. Piss on you. Don't shit on the guy. <laughs> Please don't. don't be rude to him. He's provided us with so much love and entertainment. It's Please been be great. kind. Okay? I know. Please. Yeah. You know who would be a nice treat for him? Terry. Any. Any. Yeah. Oh shit. Any's so stylish, but he doesn't look like he's from jail. <laughs> I think he likes like homeless jail guys. And he's shaking his head no. Yeah, but we could just keep him out of the bath for a week, you know? <laughs> I bet Try It Out Guy would really appreciate a visit from Any. Oh, my God. What do you say, man? Will you go? He's, what do you think, Any? No? It's going to be a big no for me. <laughs> <laughs> big no for me. Oh, what? You don't have to piss ever? You never pee? By the way, for those of you, um, list, you haven't seen Any. He is the best dresser on the planet. He's one of these guys. I'm. Let me describe his outfit. White sneakers. Oh, they, yeah, they just saw. They just saw. Him. They just saw. Him, they just yeah. saw. Him. Tell the yeah. people at home. Listening. Yeah, listening. Oh, white sneakers. White sneakers. White jeans, mm-hmm. and then like a '90s and living color shirt. Yeah, and then a blue bucket hat. Yeah, he's a cool black guy. I mean, what do you want to do? I know, but any one of us people be like, that's special needs. That person's got. Problems. Oh, if we dress like that, yeah, yeah, I could never rock that. You could never. We no. can nobody in this room but him. Could it's rock it's, uh, it's black guy exclusive. Is that what it is? Sure. I mean, you know, especially like when you're in you're in certain you're in New York, you're walking through you know Washington Square Park, you're in Soho, whatever, you're just walking around, you're like, look at that fucking cool ass black guy. Always, yeah. bro. They can rock shit. Yeah, yeah. But then I've I've known non-black people that can. It's like a superpower. It's a superpower. Like I've known this one hairdresser. Cool as fuck, But too. see, that's the hairdressers. hairdressers that's a so whole cool. lane of cool. It, yeah. Yeah. They're automatically cool. They got a lot of problems, but they're cool. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. This one guy, he could wear Is there like, any salon that doesn't have multiple people in recovery? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, they're all troubled souls, <laughs> they're, aren't they? They're, they're, they're the nicest like, people, all the best. No, nah, I'm sober, bro. Yeah. 
<laughs> they all have issues. I oh, man, I wish I had that gift. Some people just make stuff look cool. Yeah, and, and he's one of them, and he's going to give Robert the time of I his life. I try so hard. Let's give Robert. Um, all right, we should get to our. We should guest. get to our guest. And uh, oh, should we? Uh, we should do one of these real quick. Oh my goodness! Yeah, real quick, and then we I've got one guest. too. Um, all right. This episode of Your Mom's House is brought to you by Hymns, guys. Sexual performance issues are very common, more common than you think. Over 25% of new ED cases are guys under 40. That's quite a bit. It's time to stop feeling weird and shy and not addressing a real issue. Just go ahead and do what I'm going to tell you and look for the solution so that your little fella can get up and perform again. Go to 4 the one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical grade solutions. No snake oil pills. Uh, these are prescription solutions backed by science. There's no waiting room, which is, I think, the best part. You just have to, you go online. There's no awkward doctor visit. You don't stare at the ground. You can save hours by going to 4 So easy. Answer a few quick questions and chat with the doctor for a confidential review. Products are shipped directly to your door. Being your best means performing your best. This is time to say hello to your little friend again. Did you know that Hims has a badass sister called For Hers? Our oh. female listeners should check out ForHers.com, bringing convenient, affordable prescription treatment to women for anti-aging skincare, low sex drive, hair loss, and more. For the fellows out there, try Hims for a month today for just $5. We'll get you started for just 5 bucks while supplies last. See website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. Again, see the website for full details and safety information. Go to forhims.com slash house. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash house. Forhims.com slash house. Oh, Gene, you spend a third of your life in your sheets, and it's about time for a bedding upgrade. I'm telling you, we have Brooklyn and Sheets, and they're just my favorite. They feel like five-star hotel sheets. And the best part is they're not expensive, and they're not difficult to get. And I just love, love our Brooklyn and Sheets. They're beautiful cotton. They breathe so nicely in the warmer months. They keep you nice and, and uh, warm in the colder months. They've got five-star reviews from 35,000 people. Um they're just fantastic. You got to check it out. Founded in 2014 by a husband and wife team, just like us, Vicky and Rich Fullup. Uh, their mission was to make five-star hotel quality sheets more affordable and easy to order. I just love them. Please try it out. They're the fastest growing bedding brand in the world. And uh, they've got great colors and patterns to make your bedroom just right. Our Brooklyn and sheets are the best, most comfortable sheets we've ever slept on. And now it's time for your upgrade. Brooklinen.com is giving an exclusive offer just to our listeners. Get 10% off your first order and free shipping when you use promo code MOM at Brooklinen.com. Brooklinen is so confident in their product that all their sheets, comforters, and towels come with a lifetime warranty. The only way to get 10% off your first order and free shipping is to use promo code MOM at Brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com, promo code MOM, Brooklinen. These really are the best sheets ever. Your mom's house will be right back. And we are super excited, honored to have 
a, an iconic comedian in here. We've had a bunch of fucking schlubs, <laughs> and now we have a real fucking oh superstar. God. Dane Cook. Oh. Thank you very much. I feel like a schlub, though. I kind of feel schlub-like. But see, you can say that because you know you're not, so that's great. You okay. I mean? I, I, I'm partial to, the, the, to that, uh, that, that attitude, though. I like that. Uh, this couch, by the way, is going to be tricky. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it, it likes to communicate as well, so I'm okay. just going to try to find well, a I'm sorry. spot. You know, we could, we could swap it out. <laughs> Let's swap it out. Can we do that? Can we move some furniture around? You guys have maybe like a hassock? A hassock? What is that? I don't even know what that is. I think it's strictly an East Coast. uh, It's like an Ottoman. Okay. Yeah, for, it's a, to put your feet up on. Oh yes, yeah, I so hate those. I fucking hassock. hate them. Those ran, It's like a hassock. round thing. I feel like Dane's got all the words. He I feel has. Like that's got his a lot specialty. Yeah. We had hassocks and hummels in in our home. Don't hummel know what, figurines. That's exactly it. I know what a hummel is. Okay, but tell him because he doesn't know. <laughs> hummels were like, yeah, they were kind of creepy little figurines <laughs> yes. of yeah. like it would just be a random girl with like a beret and an umbrella, yeah, yeah. but they were like carved in, in yeah. or like scrimshawed into some special scrimshaw. Uh-huh. Did you ever? hear that word in your life no Dane it's Cook a total Dane, Dane thing did you Scrimshaw? make it up is that real it's, uh, I know. I just um, sailors back in the 1700s used to carve into whales teeth and that was called scrimshaw what is this the that's new the hour that's fucking perfect know this. it's all worked out <laughs> Wait, I just like, learned it on my word of the day screensaver. That's how is that, I, is that really how you learned it? <laughs> no, no, I okay. actually, I, I saw some scrimshaw one day and I asked a person that was working at this little, uh, you know, place in Maine where they sold all this stuff. And I said, who carves into these teeth? And she told me the entire You mean story. Bob Marley country? Bob Marley country. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But you have such an, you do have a great vocabulary. Were you a reader growing up? Are you a reader? Okay. So I was not, uh, and I wasn't, uh, particularly book smart. Uh, but my dad was in broadcasting, and uh-huh. my dad had a um, a love of language, and he would read the dictionary. And I thought he was a weirdo, because he would sit and he would literally just learn new words every day. And after I did my first album, after I did Harmful of Swallowed, I listened to it and I was mortified because I was like, "Wow, I, I said the f word so many times." Oh yeah. And I just didn't have enough vernacular to paint verbal pictures like I wanted to add to still the antics yeah. and the silliness. So I started doing just what my dad did. And I started uh, becoming an insatiable reader and then getting apps on my phone. I learned new words like every day. This feels like we're getting into uh, uh, Gary Goldman's writing tips. <laughs> Everybody's I into fucking, that. I love them. I love it too. I love them. Yeah. He actually, because... It'll be obviously, you know, you're a seasoned comic. You you know some of the stuff, but it's yeah. like it's like reading something. Some of it is completely new to your mind, and some of it you're like, you know what? I should fucking do that. Yeah, I should do that. And uh, it's like um, it's like a great kind of self help tweet that you yeah. just check. I read it, and all the time I'm like, that's a fucking solid one, man. Yeah, it's it's tricky though because with comedy, I get a lot of comics and or people that want to be comics, and they they'll DM me or reach out. And like, what's the advice? It's kind of hard because what you really want to say is, you know, just get on stage a whole bunch, yeah, right from the heart, and yeah. don't really listen to anybody because I got a lot of bad advice coming mm. up out of Boston. Yeah, there was the legendary comics in front of me, and they were like, "You can't do this. Don't do this. You can do that." What was the big no that you shouldn't do? Um, I think the one thing that those guys that I had to break the habit of is they were um, they were all about like being bombastic at that time. Mm. It was like men doing comedy back when I started, like alpha guys that like yeah. you would see like at local sure. bars, and then all of a sudden they're headlining these clubs. 
And so I didn't learn the stillness that I appreciated about like the Dennis Wolfbergs and comics that I grew up watching that mm-hmm. I thought were kind of off kilter and interesting just to listen to as opposed to just watch. Right. Um, and so I, I kind of had to break break that habit as years went by because I went completely and followed you, their... You followed what they said to do. Well, I did. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. sure. I, I, I was already energetic and excitable on stage, yeah. but it, then it was, um, it was so big that you weren't really listening so much to any kind of yeah. poignancy, if I mm. could say that, or anything that was like, you know, the real gravitas. So I was doing surfacey material because if I'm going to act like a T-Rex, there's nothing really to say about that unless <laughs> yeah, I know yeah. paleontology and I can somehow sneak it in. So yeah, you'd have to figure out how to, to, to write with, to match the performance right. basically. Yeah. And yeah. that was the, probably, this is my 29th year this month. Fuck. And, uh, Jesus. and that was the one thing that, um, I finally in, I think it was 2008, I was performing, it was, uh, the first set I did of the new year at the Laugh Factory. And I always give myself a challenge as a comedian every year, something, a new, a new tool that I'd like to see if I can, you know, add it into my, you know, repertoire. And I hit the stage, I planted my feet and for one year I didn't move for a whole year. I held the mic and I just didn't deliver. I wanted to sometimes cause it's just in me to, you know, to you know take the whole stage yeah and it was the it was the best thing that i've ever done ever in my comedy career Let's i bombed a lot with yeah. it because <laughs> people were like move oh why are you so yeah. lackluster at this point <laughs> it's but funny by the time i was done with it then i felt i could shift into that gear that i of guys that i admired like Chappelle. you know yeah. i was i was older than Chappelle watching him in new york do exactly what took me 12 13 14 Unbelievable. years standing thinking you know, still being, uh, you know, obtuse and weird and silly yeah. and off kilter. But when he had something to say, he wasn't afraid to sit in it. Mm-hmm. I love it. I That's love that. true. That's I've had to uh, work on the opposite. I get messages like, dude, you got to move. People are like, you got to do something. <laughs> the undertaker. Oh, yeah. People are like, man, you know, you stood still for like 66 minutes. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I wasn't trying to. But then I then I think about it. I'm like, oh, a little bit of something breathe some life into this a little bit yeah i I mean i think it's like you know growing up watching carlin yeah and and, uh and feeling like you know i think john stewart once said like him and prior they're they're the architects of what we know to be comedy and i i definitely subscribe to that but watching carlin um i was like mesmerized by how he could do fart jokes and talk about we talk about language uh, and then a irreverent joke yeah Yeah. and suddenly this brilliant bit about the earth or but then it, um, like he'd finish that bit that blows your mind and then he'd be like you ever fart so big yeah, yeah. right into it yeah it's, I, I mean <laughs> so if, great. anytime comics start kind of chipping away at each other i just want to be like yeah have you seen carlin yeah. don't you know yeah. we can do anything and you yeah. can do a guitar you can do whatever except magic we're not going to do magic we're not doing <laughs> magic yeah so magic don't count let me gush <laughs> about you just a little bit gush be- about me a oh, gush boy. about you because young there. christina p young christina pajitsky yep. i'm a baby open micer it's what, oh four, oh five ish? Yeah. And where was it? At the laugh. Yeah. Factory. Okay. <laughs> and Dane. You said it like it burnt down a couple of years ago. No. Yeah, she did. Do you remember that place? No, because it hasn't. It's the Copacabana be, clubs. Because rest in peace. I mean, it was like there's there's an era. It was Dane Cook owned the Sunset Strip, and I'm this baby open micer, and. You couldn't get in to see you, and and it was Dublin's up the street. Oh, and Jay Davis, I was about to get there. Right. right, we'll get there. But <laughs> um, 
but you, oh, I just have so much, so many great memories of listening to your albums yeah. and realizing that comedy could be silly right. and fun and you didn't have to be so serious and so you know what i mean like right right backseat trunk space (laughs) here i mean just the silliness escapism yeah uh, which i loved in guys like uh you know jerry lewis or steve martin or martin short i love the just the escape from the things that we're encumbered by sometimes yeah I, i i had a real appreciation in 04 i can honestly say i think that was the happiest year I mean, I'm happy now, but that was a year where everything was like, I was still hitting that first wave. It was still rising. I hadn't had any backlash or any of the stuff that uh, you'll find out about uh, <laughs> <laughs> with this show. Um, but in, in 04, literally was like um, just an embarrassment of riches, you know, feeling like I had Dude. all these fans. I accomplished this stuff that I didn't know if I would, I hoped. But, um, and then suddenly I'm, yeah, performing on Sunset Strip where, you know, all the bands that I loved, Motley Cruz and all these things that I listened to, they were there. Dude, One I, night Tommy Lee was at the show, was at my show randomly. It Tommy so Lee. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that's, dude, I remember, okay, I started in 02 and like 2004, like people don't know what the fuck was up, like now, what, what was up with Dublin's and how Jesus, you yeah. go upstairs yeah. And what was it, Tuesday night? Yeah. yeah Tuesday it's night. Free show. Tuesday and I went up there a couple times. It was stacked to the walls. Dude, yeah. You mean you, packed, s- you slithered in. Packed, packed. And yeah. Dane would set off a <laughs> fucking blowtorch. Yes. Like, oh my God. And actually, you know what was one of the craziest things? It was like as hard as you kill, which I was like, oh shit. Like the place would shake. Fucking Alonzo Bowden always would like go up after. Yep. you. I was like, this motherfucker's gonna yeah, die. Gonna eat shit. Alonzo <laughs> would be the only guy. And he would like <laughs> reset like, the stage. I'd be like, what are you doing? And but then he'd do the same thing. And it was that that uh, thing of like, once you get up there, you have to. You, if you're thinking about the other comic, your your their energy is still going to be yep. circulating. He made you. it his. He made it his. He's always done that. I, I love that guy. Yeah, he's great, dude. But I remember watching your sets there. And like, fuck. <laughs> and oh, I was two years fuck. in. Yeah. Thinking like. I should be up there and uh, going up to Jay and being like, you know, can I get booked on this? And he was like, he was like looking over me like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was like, it's okay. I mean, That's Jay. Jay does that. Yeah, to right? And then I, uh, I brought tape, you know, this VHS tapes. Mm-hmm. I gave him tape. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Appreciate you, man. And like, you know, just, and I, of course I never heard from him or anything, but I also found out today that any who works there in the hat, that was his dad's place. What? Yeah. Yeah. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about these like it. Dublins. Yeah, my, my Bubbling at Dublins as Jay put into that's a song. Right. That's oh his dad. That's my dad's club. That's, that's so crazy. And that's, yeah. It, it was a career, for me, a career changing room um, because I think I still felt there was a certain protocol at the clubs that like, oh, I don't want to like make waves. I don't want to be part of the show. And Dublin's allowed you to go in and just kind of take ownership of, mm. cause it's a free show. There's really no pressure. You're not, not losing the club no. any money if you're yeah. experimenting or, um, do you would murder? Yeah. Oh so man. Hard. It was, that was a great, uh, that was a great spot. We, we got to watch a lot of people come through there too, who obviously Dr. Ken was performing at, at Dublin's like after a shift at the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For real. Now crazy. I've got to ask you about the story. So this is one of the, the many lores of Dane Cook. Oh, this is a story. Some I of heard. these are scary. No, this is <laughs> highly complimentary. 
So I heard the story. I'm a baby open micer, and Dan Cook, you're my favorite. You're my favorite. I listen to your CDs over and over. And um, someone goes, "Oh, did you hear what happened at Dublin's?" Dane Cook gets on stage, and a fucking heckler goes, "You're not funny." And then Dane proceeds to kill and destroys, and he levels the room. And he, he at the very end of his set, he goes, "Fuck you, not funny," and drops the mic and gets off. And I was like, "That's a fucking great story." Yeah, it was something. Yeah, I, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I looked down at the guy and I just basically was like, "What's not funny about that motherfucker?" And I just. <laughs> I walked off I and then you. I hid because I didn't want to fight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, of course. <laughs> I always have had that reputation. Oh, you must be so like alpha because of the, the bigness of the performance. But I was always like the one person after I'd be like, where's that heckler? I, <laughs> yeah, I really don't want to see that guy. I don't guy. want to see that guy at all. Was he big? I just saw a shadow. <laughs> oh my God. I'm not saying I was a pussy, but, no, no, but yeah. non-confrontational sounds a lot Wait, better. Did that, did, and did it build that show? Did it build organically? I just remember. Dublin's? That, yeah. So the reason I went to Dublin's is because Chappelle went to Dublin's. I had no intention of doing it, but Chappelle came to the factory one night and he was like, man, <laughs> I did Dublin's <laughs> <laughs> and, and we asked him about it and he said it was great and so it was kind of like Chappelle do, making that appearance helped that room tremendously because mm -hmm. then me and a bunch of guys were like well if Chappelle can work there then let's go over and see what it's yeah. all about yeah and that's how it I did I went in the next week and I went up to Jay and said can I do a set and uh, he was the same thing. He was kind of looking around me. It's like, it's a packed night. It's there's a lot. <laughs> Jesus. And I, I literally looked at him. I go seven minutes exactly seven minutes if i go a second over then i'll pay you i said seven minutes and he gave me seven minutes and i i just i, I love that room immediately i knew at this point is your because the like the first big thing i that i remember i mean that the album was huge but also the comedy central half hour right oh my god that, that was massive so are, is yeah. that already out when you start doing this comedy central half hour came out um i was still selling harmful swallowed out of my uh trunk for a couple of years what um that came out uh, right around the same time as the album finally where I got a, a deal, you know, a record deal uh, from Comedy Central. And so it was perfect storm. Everything was like, and that special, God, there's so much about that special that um, was bad and wrong and things that didn't come together the right way. But the one thing that was excellent is they said it would air a couple of times a year and it ended up airing every day the clock uh, for about three years and every college kid amazing. It just built my whole and that's know, and is that how that happened how the college kids got locked in yeah yeah actually it was um you know because i was comedy central was the place to be it was too. yeah that comedy was central was really it was you know i think they had like a show like a south park but yeah. you know they, their whole thing was airing specials Stand up, 24 yeah. hours a day um and I was doing all these schools because growing up in New England, there's there's colleges everywhere. Yeah, I would right. call these colleges. I'd get in touch with you know whoever was in charge of entertainment, and I'd say, "Can I come to your college? I'll do a free show." And that's how I started building it. Are you serious? Just, yeah, I would just take a gorilla amp, I had a little travel amp, and I just show up. I'd be like, "Where can I stand? Or where do you want me?" And sometimes I'd be on a billiard table. I'd be in a frat house. It was random. And people don't know too because like Jeez. at this point now, you know the world that we all live in is like social media connects all of us yeah. and it's a huge thing and there's all these you know, every day there's a new platform but like you were and it's it's credited this way as it should be hands down a pioneer in that at the time in the early 2000s like people now it's i guess a, a joke reference but like <laughs> myspace 
was huge. Yeah. And you know, here we are all trying to figure out our 15 minutes <laughs> and we're still also trying 15, to develop our MySpace. Five. You know what I mean? But like trying to get our MySpace It's not going. even 15 Christ. minutes. Now it's like two clicks. Yeah. yeah. You have two clicks but of fame. you had built this. And then, I mean, the story, so people were telling the stories like, about like, oh, Dane fucking uh, responds to every email oh, that yeah. comes in. That's all I did. Because I've never been a party guy. I, I, yeah. I don't, I was not Bert. You know, we talked about, I was like, yes. I've never had a drink or a drug in my life. Not racist. Yeah. I lo- not fat. <laughs> I, lo- <laughs> I loved, uh, I loved toiling in the whole idea of um, promotion. For some reason that really uh, was as exciting to me as, as performing is trying to figure out how to find fans and how do you, how do you get elected as comedian of the year? How can I? And so I would uh, leave my shows and get online and uh, get on AOL Instant Messenger and I would just talk with people as late. I'd play video games and I'd talk to people basically all night long and I'd wake up the next day and do the same thing. But then those people are like, oh my God, I'm talking to Danny's coming to Kansas City. Psyched. Fucking They're psyched. I knew for me growing up, if I could reach out to Steve Martin growing up and say, hey, oh, what's yeah. up? And he'd talk to me. And, I, and I, by the way, I talked to people over and over it wasn't like a one-time hello yeah. it's like i had some conversations going where i knew people two years later and i was like hey i'll call you today let me just call and say hi really yeah yeah no i i was i, I knew what was happening i honestly i i was alone in my house doing this for a couple of years knowing it was working mm. feeling it and being like i'm gonna get i'm gonna blow this up so big yeah that the town this you know hollywood machine yeah. has to give me a component of that and they, mechanism wow. they had to yeah they did they yeah. really did yeah. it, it uh which was a it's a blessing and a curse because when you it's so strange because when you make it when you're self-made then there that comes with a lot of animosity mm-hmm. that comes with a lot of you didn't feel any animosity for anybody did you i did <laughs> i did <laughs> really? for sure. of course you did <laughs> holy shit yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it talked to my therapist. I mean, he needed a therapist probably to yeah. talk about my therapy. No, but I, I, it's funny because I had always felt it was the opposite, especially with stand-up comics. We appreciate the labor so much that when one of us makes it after slugging away for 15, 20 years, you're like, fuck yeah, that guy made that. I think there was some of that at the start. And then what, what tends to happen, no, I mean, comedians, it's different because I think that what happened with comedy was... Um, morning DJs, it got to a point where every comic traveling on the road, they'd sit, you know, and do morning radio. And that person would go, why don't you do what Dane Cook's doing? And so Uh, a lot of comics were, you know, kind of like, I want to talk about my comedy and what I'm doing. So I understood a little bit of that frustration, but just the, the commute, the town in general, it's like, they want to, they want to put the sword on you and say like, You've yes, made it. That's you're true. in the inner, not the inner inner circle, right, but you're right. in the yeah. and the fact that I that's did it true. myself, yeah. it it definitely was not uh, uh, the most you know kind of conducive thing when you're meeting now with uh, people that want to review you up and to take some claim and like oh we wrote him up now they're having to talk to somebody they don't know because mm-hmm. he did it himself that's not as alluring to this town which is the which is what it is now you did it yourself right now we give you stuff. So right. you kind of create, you did create this model of like, I mean, you look at the people that came up on YouTube or whatever, and now that's yeah. the model. You make it yourself. You get a million followers on Instagram, a million followers on Twitter or whatever. I was talking to a comic or a few comics back around 03, 04, and I said, there's a word that we all need to be, okay? The old school skulking comic who you don't see until he goes on stage, and mm. where is he? Is he in a drug den yeah. somewhere? Is he... 
you have to be entrepreneurial. Mm. I said, that's going to be the next wave. Yep. It's going to be comics that actually wake up, take care of their life, <laughs> don't sleep yeah. the day away. Yep. And and seeing it all kind of come to fruition, I'm like, you know what? I'm not right about a lot of stuff, but I was You're absolutely totally right, right yeah. about A lot this. of comics don't realize that they are entrepreneurs, you know? Like you, you're, you're a creative, right? but you have to have your shit together in order to kind of put everything, you know what I mean? Like yeah. It's a business. And you're in a business. Isn't it great now? You have a platform where this is what I, excites me most and why I appreciate you guys having me in here too. It's like, there's so many different kinds of conversations we can have with each other, with different, you know, people that yeah. you, that sit on this um, quiet couch. <laughs> yeah. um, and what you get from that is uh, a more multifaceted comedian because now we can look at a comic and go, oh, I like his act when he's in character and he's doing the thing or when she's committed to this, you know, sketch or whatever. And then you can get to know a person right. yeah. here. Yeah. And I think that just helps uh, all of us. I think that's yeah. that's good for, you know, for um, people that want to continue to you know, the business will get hot on you and it will definitely get cold on you. It, it always moves on. The key is, okay, but I know how to communicate with my fans and yeah. I have a, you know, a positive, you know, reputation in with my peers. I think that you can ride it for as long as you want. Really? I do. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I feel like I'm, you know, at this point in my life, I'm like, okay, I accomplished a lot of things that I want to do, but there's still, I, I have a lot to learn still, I feel like in mm -hmm. comedy and there's still, um, things that have happened even in the past few years that inform my stand-up and to be able to actually sit and talk you know pretty candidly and regularly it makes people who come into your show a little bit more understanding of like your entire attitude yeah. and not just your comedic attitude That's right which is great what what's exciting like after you've accomplished so much because like you have number one albums you know, you did arena tours and That's specials crazy, and it's yeah. like human so trafficking. Actually, human trafficking has got to be exciting. Yeah. It's got to be deviant shit. It. I yeah. think I have some uh, methods, some better travel methods. For sure. Yeah. I'm going to partner up actually with U-Haul. That's and, great, uh, man. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to yeah. be a huge That's what I'm talking about. Tour. This is the interview I wanted to do. <laughs> but like there's got to be like, right? Because like you're like, I mean, I fucking knocked it out of the park already. So. I, but you know what? When people say like, because I'm doing this this tour now, beautiful yes, theaters I all over that. the country and, and great, you know, great shows. And sometimes people go, oh, are you, you know, you already did these big arenas. Are, I go, I didn't, I got there, but I enjoy performing at a club. I enjoyed a you lot of the college the, stuff. I just love it. The craft. I love it. Yeah. I love any amount of people there. I, I love more people. I think that for me, it's like that plays into my strength. Sure. But also the size crowds that I'm doing right now are actually playing into where I'm at now yeah. as a person and as a performer. So yeah. it doesn't feel wrong to me. Yeah, yeah. If you could give, if you could go back to like 05, 06 and give yourself advice, is there anything you would tell yourself differently? That's a great, you know, Tom, that's a great question because I think um, the, the thing that put me at a, uh, a disadvantage with, I think sometimes some of my peers at that time was um, I was an introvert growing up and I, uh, I'm still kind of a shy person. Mm -hmm. You know, I kind of put it on, you know what I mean? I yeah, know how to I like put it. on the, sure. you know, and, and, and yet I, I have anxiety. I deal with anxiety. My mom was phobic. She had m multiple phobias. So I, gr I was born actually, my mom, when I was, when she was pregnant with me, I uh, couldn't leave the house. Oh. She had agoraphobia oh, yeah. for two years. Oh dear. And she had to force herself to finally put me in a stroller to take me out. So I was born uh, with my dad's physique and athletic, but uh, a, you know, a very kind of sensitive. Yeah. What that 
did to me, and I guess it's just hindsight, I didn't know, was like, I'd come into the club with my hat down and I'd fucking beeline right at, I'd go up, I'd kill, and then maybe I'd be pleasant real quick, you know, hey, nice to see you, and I'd leave. And it didn't really ingratiate me with certain mm-hmm. people that, I had my comic friends, I knew my graduating class and I were, yeah, we we're loved cool. each other, yeah. and I, we still do. But I think that it put me in a disadvantage because sometimes then people would think I was I was cocky mm. or I was just, uh, you know, I thought I was better than other people. Yeah. Um, God, I wish I could feel that. Yeah. <laughs> I really would like, oh, how do you get that? Self-esteem, I know. Oh, I how, like do you just, how do you become a sociopath? I'd I love to do know. it. Yeah. Is me there any too. way, can you go get an I operation can, and I they can, can just <laughs> blast your cerebellum you with some knows. gamma? Yeah. Feels Fuck! Yeah. God, I want to just be that guy so I've hit bad. people with my car, don't give a shit. Right? Feels fine. I just care too much. No, I, I actually, I, 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 I so the advice would you. be to, yeah, try to try to actually, man, I wish that I could have used my platform to, I would tell comics about it, but I, I wish I could have brought them in and, and, and podcasted with them or, um, let them use my platform with me more. I'd bring comics on tour, but to actually use what you've set up like here, uh, I'd tell myself to try to you know, meet with the connect with people. Yeah, you mean just make deeper, deeper connections with your with people, with your peers. Is that what yeah. you mean? Not yeah. just I, like I struggle three. with what you're saying, by the way. Now, at the clubs, yeah, yeah. I I walk in and like I mean, but people have told me they think I'm. Uh, you're not a personality champ. Uh, I've am. heard serial killer. Cereal, I've heard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I meet fans after yeah. shows, but the <laughs> truth is, I have anxiety too, and I um. You know, my my thing is always like, ah, you know, t- that person doesn't want to, what, what are we going to say? I don't yeah. You know, they don't want to talk to me. That's how I feel. Yeah. And so I'm just like, good to see you, man. And then I walk around the corner, you know, right. it's just, it feels more comfortable to do that. Also too, it was like, I was just so non-confrontational growing up. I had a fear of not just physical, but like just somebody coming up and, and um, pushing me to defend my point. Because I'm a devil's advocate kind of person, I really see things both ways, and I can kind of hang with both sides. I'm not like waffling or flip flopping. I just am like that, open minded like that. Yeah. So that put me in a place where I felt like oh, I have to tell them that they're right, or I have to tell this person. Mm. So I just I took myself out of the equation. Yeah, and I did that in stand up for a long time. I don't feel like I'm I'm that in that headspace anymore. Um, but at that time, it was yeah, it was. Uh, but there was no playbook i didn't know how to be famous i didn't know how to you know i just uh no one can be totally ready for what you for what you went through i I think there's a natural ability to just want to you know treat people good and you know hopefully it'll be reciprocated and where i where i think i thrived with that is i just was so dedicated to my fans to a point where like uh, you know i i would get uh emails and and uh letters on myspace and they would be like, hold your breath, candid and stark, and somebody sharing something with me that's like, you know, something unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a 15 year old girl wrote me after I did Saturday Night Live. I had a, I had a whole routine about uh, suicide, and she wrote me this unbelievable, beautiful letter. And I'm sitting here reading it, and she was, she just shared with me her, her, how she wanted to, you know, uh, take her life, and and seeing me on the show, and she laughed with her family, and that gave her the excuse the ability to say to her family, like I've had some of those thoughts and it started a dialogue. And so I keep in touch with her a year later, two years later. And then she's like, I I would say like in a year, you tell me when you graduate high school and then I want an update on blah, blah, blah. And I felt like this rapport with my fans. And that was one of 
I can't even tell you how many thousands. So I felt like I was giving that in some ways, but I maybe wasn't giving enough of that within comedy. I, I think I, I had a lot of fear. I definitely felt like there were comics and guys that were um, didn't didn't like me for whatever reason. And I isn't it weird in retrospect myself. to go like, hmm. well, yeah, I have to navigate this thing, and I'm I'm a I'm a fucking comedian. Yeah, like you have to worry about all these like, did I make sure everybody was all right off stage when like you know it's like you're just you're telling jokes and there's yeah all these levels of yeah, like I, you got to make sure everyone's okay i gotta be honest <laughs> I, i'm blown away that i'm hearing men I, I as a woman coming up in a man's world i took my cues from you guys and i always thought it was the opposite that you guys were always like fuck all you i'm doing me i'm doing my thing peace out you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying that you didn't think about all these variables so it's fascinating for me to hear because i i in yeah. my head too was like <laughs> does the wait staff hate me this week i hope not yeah. i want to be like <laughs> and make sure i leave a piece of thing and so it's interesting i'm just fascinated to hear that you guys uh give yeah. a shit a lot I of it is yeah. a lot of it is a facade you know because yeah. we want it's for me it was like I, this is who i want to be in life is who i was on stage for more years until I finally realized, oh wait, that is me. I, I can bring this into my life. I can mm. be assertive and and uh, yeah. you know and I can you know tell tell it like it is like my tour. I, I it just took me a little bit longer to figure out how to how to be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, your like your character on stage is like everybody's best friend. You yeah, know what was, I mean? You're... It was the first review I ever got in Boston that anybody ever wrote. It was a, a gentleman by the name of Dean Johnson who used to write for the Boston Herald, and he was writing about random comics that he happened to see, and he saw me, and he mm -hmm. wrote, uh, Dean Cook's comedy harkens back to summer days where neighbors gather on a porch and one person holds court and makes the neighborhood laugh. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's me for the rest of my life. Totally. I get that's a it. great one. That's what I like. I yeah. like doing that. It, it yes. gave me the uh, the ability to be random, which I, I just, I always wanted to be two things. Like Carlin, random, but I also wanted to just be able to grow and change and mm -hmm. be in my 20s and be a comic in my 20s, be in yeah. my 30s, and then in my 40s, my act has changed again. Uh, you know, and that's a lot of work because you don't want to lose the laughs, Yeah, but you want to talk about you want to, and, and you have this gift of specificity of the weird stuff, like fucking Brian's coming, <laughs> right? Like that, all that stuff's so fun because yeah. that's how you and your friends talk and yeah. to have somebody articulate that, that mysterious Isn't thing that, that happens between friends. When we cool. lock into a human behavior that oh, makes yeah. people go like, <laughs> yeah. oh my well, that's God. That's the I fun of, a, of, of the craft, right? It's like when sometimes you go up there and you throw out the random thing and you see it connect universally and you're like, oh shit. Yeah, like the, the, you see that moment happen, yeah. and then you run with it, and it builds, and you're like, "Oh, this is why we do this." And this how? Is the fun. What is your? Is that? What's your? Um, how do you amp up to a joke? Do you do you write on stage? Like I write yeah. on stage. On stage. Yeah, I can't write. I, I fucking. <laughs> I, I make. I get mad at myself. I read yeah. my fucking Gallman tips, and I'm like, "God <laughs> damn it!" But the truth is, like, I, I'd be lying if I said. I mean, I write on stage. It's, yeah, it's 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 the like fifth or sixth hour now and I'm like it's on stage is what happens yeah well I was gonna ask you so vicious circle that was improv right for the no. most part or I heard a rumor rough around the edges was uh, so vicious circle was the H HBO special and I really felt like I was you know well rehearsed for that that was like okay. two years leading up to it when I did Maybe rough around the edges one. I was doing Madison Square Garden I'd booked a movie with Steve Carell who sweats a lot I love really? <laughs> he's the he's the sweatiest person 
ever. Between takes, they would need a chamois. Attack him online. Let him know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He's probably the sweetest. I love him, but sweaty. Yeah. Um, and so I ended up doing this film and I couldn't practice for you know, a few months while we were doing the movie. So I was out of oh. practice. And then my manager is like, well, we can't, you know, we can't uh, move Madison Square Garden. Are you going to do the show? I said, I'll do it. And uh, I go, I just need to do it one set just to work everything out. And I went up to the Providence Comedy Connection and I practiced and it was really rough. <laughs> it was like, oh my God, okay, this is kind of funny, but not for 20,000 people. How, how far ahead of the show was this? The Providence show? Uh, the Providence show was the Thursday before the Saturday that I did the- <laughs> oh What? Yeah, so I hadn't performed in three months. What? So what did I do? I was like, I said to my manager, I go, get some cameras. I said, I'll, I'll pay for wh whatever it is. He goes, we can't do a full production. I said, just get me a few cameras or so whatever you can do. You know, I don't care if it's college kids, give it somebody the gig. And he's like, why do you want to film it? I go, because this is going to be a legendary bomb oh. or I'm going to, I'm, I'm a pressure Knock player. The puck, yeah. I'm going to like, it's going to work and something is magical is going to happen. And the thing about that set was it was, it was 50% improvised. What I basically did You're out insane. of fear, trust me, it was all fear-based initially. If a bit was working, I just went with it longer because I was oh trying God. to fill the time. I have diarrhea just hearing yeah, you talk I do too. Like my stomach's like, My stomach right hurts, <laughs> yeah. Because it's a special and there's 20,000 people. Why not, why not um, oh go like, oh, let's sweating. just shoot this somewhere else. I'm like sweating. in another two months. Because I couldn't cancel Madison Square Garden. Right. Yeah, they yeah. would have been upset if I said two days before, eh, I'm not quite ready. Um, and I just wanted to film it to, you know, have it. I and what did you think when you actually watched the cut? Like the first cut, are you like, it's ready? I, I said to myself, God, I wish I lost some weight and had hair and makeup. <laughs> Always. I, I didn't do anything. It's, it's like, I look at it now, I'm like, okay, this was not my best look. Uh, no lighting, nothing vanity wise was, it was just to film the show, to film whatever the fuck was about to happen to me. You're um, crazy. You yeah. It was crazy. You improvised? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 a lot of it. And, and some of the favorite bits from that people come to me and say, oh, that's my, you know, I love this thing from Rough Around the Edges. And you're I like, go, I did that that night. I ripped it that night. Oh, my yeah. gosh. But I, it's it's still actually a lot of, my method with stand-up is to to write on stage. Mm -hmm. And then once I feel like uh, I, I have a pretty good stronghold mm -hmm. on it, then the way I visualize comedy for me is I've got four corners, four quadrants. And I know this is funny. I know this is funny, this and this, mm. but I want to be in the middle. I want to be able to sometimes come out of, you know, the formulaic, mm -hmm. which gets mm -hmm. boring. I get bored yeah, doing sure. it like that and, and play in the middle. And then if it starts to, then I can jump up to this corner and then come back in the middle and I know where I want to end it, but it gives me freedom to, to be able to yeah. be, be present. I just want to be as, pre I still just yearn for being in that moment. Present, yeah. always, always. And yeah. not leaving my mind to wonder what something else, what somebody's thinking of me. It's like, that's, I'm so determined to to get to that place where it's just, it's more zen, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. Well, you mentioned the haters early on. Yeah, where are they now? Ah! <laughs> They're not here. They're not invited. What if you just brought a thousand people and <laughs> you're like, they're all here. Invited people who hate your guts. Come on in. <laughs> I've, that's the funny thing. I, I, I never meet them. You Isn't know, that I'd funny? Like to, I'd like to meet them. It's I, kind of a, but like it's a, it's, it's like a, a, a mirror of like, you're an example of like what that reality of the, the online big mouth 
and you're like, you're sitting here, a famous guy, you've heard all this shit. And you're like, yeah, never meet him. And then anybody can also log on, see crazy shit written. And yep. then you're like, you never see those people. Or sometimes people will write something every once in a while, something hits my eyeline and I'm like, I'm going to say something. I'll DM a person. Then suddenly they're like, actually, you know what? I thought about it and I'm totally wrong. Like, and they'll, yeah. they'll backtrack on it after they've said something so entirely. Do you know what someone just did? I, I don't normally respond to those things. Somebody sent me a screen grab where they contacted a famous person. I don't even want to give credit to it and said like, Tom Segura hates your guts. I heard about that. And then they sent me the screen grab and I go, why would you tell them that? Oh. And, and he goes, didn't you? And I go, no. And he goes, oh, I'll, I'll let him know. I was oh like, oh, God, thanks. So, dumb. so he's like, he uh. contacted someone to tell him that I don't like him. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? But the, the point, it's I like a famous wanna, actor, you know, I was like, why would you tell him that? silly. But I, I wanted Rabble to, rousers. Yeah. Yeah. They're shit mixers. I wanted to ask you, because I mean, on the one hand, you're this adored, huge, you're, you're at the height of your fame. You're at the height of everything. And then to also have that other wave of just fucking hate or like how do you even cope with it was that bananas it was bananas but it was also like i i think i had um i understood what a like the the long-term career looked like because i because i'd become a reader i'd read biographies autobiographies and more people's lives especially people that we all know that were like they, marlon brando must have just been happy every day doing what yeah. he loves and I was like, oh, wow, okay, at some point the wave breaks and then um, people like that because that's entertaining to watch mm -hmm. somebody yeah. crash and burn. Especially if they like when someone rise. climbs out of the crash and burn. Yeah. After the car mm -hmm. crashes and burns, we like when the guy gets out, now he's good. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. But I kind of like when he flipped 44 times and broke sure. many, many bones <laughs> in his sure. body. I kind of like that yeah, as well. Yeah. And I knew people were enjoying watching me flip and burn. And, but they were enjoying... I kind of just played into that too. I, I became... I was like, all right. They were enjoying you flip and burn oh. more because you ascended so high. Right? Because like... Sure. You know, oh, if, yeah. if you were like, uh, <clears throat> he, he sold out a club one time. No one's going to be like, fuck that right. guy. They're like, this guy's had a yeah. fucking run, man. Oh, because it was, it was to a point, I think, where um it was a bit of overexposure as well and so people just you know they see something a lot a lot a lot and then it's i think just a natural tendency and i'd be a hypocrite if i said i didn't do it i've i've, I've done that about stuff where i'm like another right. oh my god why do we need but jesus christ this person Kevin is hard. Kind of, yeah. it kind of just went with it you know now i have diarrhea yeah <laughs> but did, like isn't coping like so your coping though was I mean, you have to figure out a way to deal with this. It's well, like I was rich. And, okay, so that was good. That helped. That helped. Because I was... I Tell us how good money is. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell us about your money. I love I it. I grew up as a welfare kid in Boston, so trust me, to have Oof. finally made it and yeah. had um, wealth yeah. was... That was even more surprising. But that's a nice thing to lean on when people are like saying hateful shit. Right? Well, it was perfect. It was yeah. like, okay, so I'm, you know, now I'm going through the spanking machine and... Um, you know, and I'm looking at other Travolta and I go, everybody has that next, I just got to be cool and live life smart away That's and smart. love and maybe start a family or do whatever I could. I haven't done that yet, but yeah. I was looking already for other things yeah. to, I'm going to enjoy Fiji for a minute. Yeah. yeah. And, and so I just mm -hmm. kind of, um, I, I, I saved all this money from all these years of working. I've never been real, like uh, a spendthrift. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was like one of those things where 
when that crashed because of all my stuff with my brother i don't even know if you know about that I yes know dude about it. we I, want to hear I, about I it i didn't know if i could uh, ask about it yeah no i don't mind i it's, sometimes i just people always want to talk about it so i try to uh. usually step away from it but if i bring it up it's like i don't mind talking about it it was like i, I thought i was good because i had all this money saved from the shows right hard work yep and then suddenly i'm getting hated and my brother steals my so life savings. For people that that's don't, where it was fucking scary. That's mm -hmm. terrifying because I was like, for, I may never come back. I and, might not have another moment. Yeah, and I'm broke. So for people weird. that don't know, your brother was handling your finances. That's right. right. And um, this was this was highly publicized at the time. Yeah. Uh, was stealing money from you. Yes. Even though you were siphoning millions and millions of dollars. What for years? How, by the way, how? Like, and I'm not trying to relive trauma, but like, how do you dis? like, is there a mo is there a phone call? You're like, here's what's going on. How did you discover it? I, yeah. I woke up one morning. Mm -hmm. um, I was buying a home in California. And because I was buying a house here, my business was still run out of a PO box in Massachusetts. And I knew that once you're a resident, you can't really do that. The IRS doesn't, you know, because it's less taxes in Massachusetts and all yeah. this stuff. So I ended up talking to my brother and saying, I, you know, I'm, I found a new business manager out here. You're going to have a different position in the company. You know, you can do fulfillment center stuff or merch or, and I'm just going to do my stuff out here because I'm buying a home. He did not like that because he'd been sending me fake statements for maybe 10 years. Typing up? Yeah, he would type up on Microsoft Word statements that's a plug for microsoft i actually am one of their <laughs> spokespeople i've been working with word for a lot of years i also work with, <laughs> i also work with excel and i just want to shout out to microsoft uh, anyway back on <laughs> they're so excited for that Thank so you. i i wake up oh, on a monday morning life. this is this is what's really crazy about it is that on a, on the friday i wrote my i love my brother i really did he was he, he was my first real best friend mm. in my life and i wrote him a letter on the friday because i knew he was little trepidatious about me moving the the business i told him it's hey it's going to be all right everything's going to be great um i've got some new ideas i think i know how to you know come back with a with a, a you know rocky two moment and uh he wrote to me on that friday and the last three words he ever said is my brother he said to the future and then monday i woke up and i literally sat up in my bed turned to my girlfriend woke her up and i go I think my brother stole all my money. You just had this How feeling? did you know? Yeah. Uh, I think because a lot of things had added up and my new business manager that I just hired, he was also getting pushback from my brother to send the materials that... Yeah, like transfer it, things over. And it was start, even my new business manager was like, this is, you know, really off kilter. Usually people will send a me and it, it hit me. And I went down to Bank of America on the corner of Crescent Heights in Santa Monica. And I went in, I talked to the manager, she brought me into her office, and basically it was like, yeah, there's nothing in your corporate accounts. She couldn't, I couldn't even get into my own accounts. I gave her my federal ID number, I gave her, she goes, none of these work. He'd given me false, <gasps> yeah. I'd never looked in my bank. Okay. I'd never, I, I'd never looked, can I we, just trusted him. Can we go oh, to the next why thing? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. So at that like at that <sighs> moment this because this is like this is like yeah. a this is can you of, add suspenseful music I, that's to the this. thing this oh is this is the movie God. i want to watch yeah. so <laughs> this is the shit i love so what okay so what like who next like you got you talk to the businessman your current businessman you're like so what do we do like what do you do call yeah. the fbi so i um, i called the attorney general's office of massachusetts i like knew a lot of those people because i'd done so many benefit shows yeah and, you know and i called them and i said listen uh 
I said, you're going to want to find my brother. I said, not only because of what he's probably stolen from me, I said, but probably what he's stolen from the state. Mm. And then they were like, like, we're on it. Ding, ding, (laughs) ding. Yeah. And so they got him. They arrested him and his his wife. And I ended up uh, having to go into court a year later and read what is known as a victim impact letter in front of this, uh, in front of my brother. Holy shit. Yeah. It was, it was like a movie moment. It was really unbelievable. And he's sent to prison. Yeah. I sent him to actually, he was a, before he worked for me, he was a corrections officer. He was a, he was what at the prison. I sent him back to what I I hired him and got him out of the jail to work for me. I made him quit and said, I know I'm a working road comic. I go, but I will figure out a way to pay, get an umbrella and get your, cause I, cause I knew he was getting a lot of from the state protection or yeah. you know, dental and blah, blah. Yeah. So it's weird because that was the cat. He quit the prison to come help his Ironic. little brother. What did I do? I worked harder. Cause now it's right, like, I gotta it's, make it's it like a response. It's like having a kid. So would I you know? go back and change any of this? Zero. Literally everything was something that led to a more fortunate situation for me which is and, and crazy essentially I'm, I'm guessing here but what motivated him was greed right he just had access entitlement. to it. entitlement that's yeah. what the uh the judge said and i i felt it and seeing him and looking at him that day in the in the courtroom was surreal and what did because he, he looked like a mind? shark he just had dead nothing eyes nothing no emotion i didn't look at a person who i knew I, I was looking at a stranger. We had different dads, uh-huh. different dads, same mom, different There dads. you go. That explains it. I'm telling you. Is that <laughs> there right? There's a lot to that. Yeah. He was, yeah. yeah. Was his dad a psycho? Psycho. Yeah. yeah. The whole was, family had impact disorder. Wait. What? Wait, had what? Impa- like impact, different impact disorders. What is that? Oh, from? <clears throat> like uh, people who don't know any kind of like um, uh, his dad one time in a movie theater, the kid behind them wouldn't stop talking. He turned, he smacked a stranger's kid. That's impact disorder. It's like people that don't know, like, oh no, there's a, you know, decorum with how you treat each other. Yeah. Mm. So they all had some bad DNA. And what? so he, his wires are crossed. Basically. His wires were definitely crossed. And had you seen his, like, did you any indication that growing up, like, I don't know, Timmy's kind of fucking. Yeah, like later, I could look back and be like, oh shit, okay, that was that. You put it together. Cold, yeah. Uh, you know, a sociopath is somebody who, you know, they, um, they're like chameleons, you know, they, they know how to become what you are or (laughs) I don't know what just happened. Nothing at all. I don't know. Keep talking. I don't don't like that. They can be anybody. Go ahead. Loving fathers, comedians, podcasters. Who do you want me to be? (laughs) Will you be my brother? Of course. Can I manage your your accounts again? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. So continue this. So he was, he, he would be whoever. So he was like your, be, so I your, put him in jail, your bestie, put him in jail, put his uh, wife in jail. She was, they were in cahoots. Um, what did he spend on? Yeah. Oh, that's it, you know what? They just, they, too. it's called squirreling. They just hit a lot of it. I have money actually. There's probably, I should make treasure maps. Cause I know that there's some places where there's some money. They stash them. Stash did a lot you of it. Get to recoup. Okay. I got a, a little chunk of it. I got like about a year and a half later. The police opened up a wall in his house <laughs> and found eight hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> and the cops called me and sent me a picture of my email. They go, "Look at this fucking money we got, kid. Coming back to you, kid." <sighs> um, wow. And so a little. Oh, but then they had to hold that. So I didn't see that until like years later. He also didn't pay my taxes, so cool, I had cool. to pay more in penalties. No. Yeah, I couldn't cool, get cool, that cool. money from the IRS until I paid. 
what he did to me's penalties. And then once they convicted him, then this IRS actually sent me a check like, okay, yeah, now, now it's good. You're right. It was his responsibility. But what's, what saved me after is he took everything. He basically took, you know, tens of millions of dollars from me. And I had $325,000 in stocks something you can't pull out easily. He he was like pulling everything out that last year. Once I saw the uh, a forensics audit, they call it, uh, I got to see kind of what he did and how he did it. Um, but he couldn't take that stock money. So I took that stock money. And now that's 07. We're in the worst housing crisis in the, you know, that the country's seen in however many years. Yeah. People were like holding on to their money. I took that money and I started a rent, uh, renting arenas. So the arena tour was, I rented those arenas. I rented ah. those like you rent a hall. So you didn't do the traditional promoter deal, like give me, like it was no. like, I'm paying for it. Yeah. And then I will, I incur all the risk, but I get all the reward when it's Great. Sells. Exactly. It was like, okay, here's the door deal at uh, this, you know, 15,000 seater. I played a hundred arenas and what I did is every month <laughs> I'd rent three or four more because I was starting to, you know, get this money back. And what was really honestly amazing, the thing that that uh, touched me the most was I knew I'd already hit like this upper wave. I knew I had fans and most of your fans are going to be your fans if they like you and you don't fuck up. Um, But I didn't I wasn't ready for the outpouring of support and how many people actually did spend their hard earned dollar. So they came, they saved my life in Mm. a sense, and it gave me a new outlook on like for the rest of my life I'm never going to do a movie or a TV show or anything that I don't feel like is truly uh, something that I can feel engaged in it's never going to just be for a couple of bucks right because I don't want to sell you know people that like what I do short yeah so it all kind of it all kind of worked do you feel like that on that tour a lot of those people were like in their own way being like I want to help him recoup this crazy loss that they knew about or no I think some people knew, yeah, because yeah. I do meet and greet and they'd come up and they'd be like, hey, you know, I'm just glad that we could be here, uh, you know, for each other. You make us laugh and we yeah. know that you're going through some stuff. And That's very cool, though. Yeah, and then, of course, there'd be some people in the meet and greet and be like, uh, are you fucking stupid? Why didn't you look into your yeah. bank account? I like, would have taken the money from you, too. Good to meet you, <laughs> yeah. man. It's yeah. like, but okay, that's so, great thing. You want to pick? Yeah. All, right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but that's so shit, because like you said, uh, everything leads you to something else and something better. And yeah. Wait, how do you trust the reason again? after that? I didn't lose my trust. I didn't really lose my trust in people. I, I definitely. Did you get into therapy after this? Yeah. Yeah, because I'd lost also my parents. Uh, yes, I remember. Yeah. So yes, I lost hearing both my this. mom and dad the oh year before God. in the oh same year to, to two different cancers. I say that like they could have died from the same cancer. Yeah. No. Oh. Um, but they they both passed away, and then I dealt with the the stuff with my brother, brother the year after that so oh. it's, it's, yeah i definitely needed i didn't know how to i didn't know ready i didn't know fame i didn't know grief i didn't know um i still had low self-esteem which the comedy had just kind of been like a it, once that started to go away i was like oh i never really fixed myself i just felt like i was the guy on stage and that gave me a new respect off stage yeah so i didn't have to confront because mm-hmm. people be like oh dane probably knows what's up Right. So this was like a, a wake up call. So yeah, I definitely got into some great, greatest gifts you can give yourself. Well, because that whole thing of, you know, why didn't he look at the statements? It's not, there is something I imagine psychological to that. Like you, 
Why didn't, like, why, do you get into that in therapy? Like, what was that? Yeah. What was going on? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's part of me that goes, okay, well, it's just, I, you know, I trusted him. I loved him. You know, betrayed with, with love. Mm-hmm. But I also never have cared about the money because we were, we just barely got by. My mom used to, you know, clean toilets and do housekeeping. And we had a great, we could have a great night with $10. And so, I don't know, there was just a part of me that, that I didn't put a lot of value in money. Mm-hmm. So I just didn't really look. I thought, oh, he's, he's, he'll take care of it. And his words were, you take care of the creativity and, and I'll pay your bills. Right, so it was like Thank the, ma- the man Thank in the you. suit yeah. will take care of me. Somebody else, you know, this, this parental figure sort of will take, let someone else deal with that yeah. adult responsibility. Right. I'm gonna be this kid here. And here I am in Hollywood, I'm like, no piranhas have gotten me. <laughs> Nobody has gotten me. And I used to right. basically tell people, I'd be like, nope, I, I've made it without having to deal with the sharks and not realizing that uh, the, the devil was my business manager. Jesus oh. Christ. And then has uh, all these, you know, time has gone by. Yeah. I'm assuming he's out of prison. Does he? Oh, you drove me here today. No. I'm no. Uh, <laughs> you had me for a minute. I was yeah. like, no. He's right there. He's in the lobby. That you piece of shit is here? I did. No, he, no, I haven't spoken to him. I've never spoken to him again. Good. I'm Fuck friends him. with his son, who was 15 at the time and now is in his 20s. And I just did a show in Boston and I invited him. Uh oh. Watch he looks that. Just like my brother. Uh uh-uh. uh. Which is a little. Watch scary. that DNA, man. He's got that DNA. I think he's good. I think he's new DNA. He's, he's a good dude. How does he talk? Does he talk about him? I might have him uh, actually do my business. Uh, oh, uh, no. <laughs> Promise no, me no. no. He, um, it's we you know, we're real, yeah. ca- care, real yeah, careful, careful about, about that. But I did tell him some years ago. I go, there's going to be a moment or a day when you're going to want to sit down and you're going to say, Uncle Dane, I need to ask you some hard questions. I said, when that day comes, I will literally fly to you. Um, I'm never going to not be straight up with you. So, you know, if he wants to ever talk about it, he knows that. That's very cool of you. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, worse on him. I mean, bad for me, but that's his son. And did this guy? Did he also like stash things in accounts under his name? Did he do oh, it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He did, yeah. Oh, yeah. They just, uh, they shit. lived a double life, you know? Wow. Yeah, when he'd see me, he was just kind of like a plain jeans and t-shirt guy, but not around me. They were they were just insane. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But everything, like just living like, uh, you know, like they were just world class. Like money, thieves? As they called themselves. <laughs> living like thieves, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. <laughs> exactly. Now, will you yeah, give Christina some advice here? Because I'm trying to get her to see the light. Tell her how I should get a jet. Will you just oh give it? Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Okay. Well, I would rent. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Not rent. purchase the jet. Well, not yet. What you want to okay. do. I think the jet, I think the best. We're thing on it. Wait, first of all, this is a good start. Keep going. No, because I see him on Instagram. Dane does fly private. I've That's seen right. it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, nobody on my team wants me to. Everybody's like. <laughs> We could make so much more money. I said, yeah. no, I just, my anxiety, I just want to get the fuck like out it. of there. Yeah, yeah. I, I like don't home. blame you. Dude, I love performing. Here. And then I like to go home. The, that was the piece of comedy on the road that always was Ugh. really hard for me. Of course. Is you finish a show and then you're like, now I have to wait until when to get on yeah. a plane Ugh. to do a Terrible. connection to a. Yeah. So lonely. It's so the worst. Once I bounced back after those years with my brother, uh, my new business manager was awesome. And he helped me to. Um, you know, uh, invest in some new, uh, you know, up and coming companies. Mm-hmm. So I started, my money was making money. In good hands now. And then I could be like, okay, now I can just go back to working Good's on my stand up, yeah. you know, and, and trying to, uh, you know, build that up. But at the same time, if I can get myself, a, you know, 
uh, charger jet, take yeah. it somewhere. Yeah. I'm fucking going for it. Going for it's it. It's too short. Right? right. It's like after a while, you're going to be like, right? Sorry, I'm listening to him. I can't. I can't. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So much better. Tell her, Dane. Yeah. But I'm sorry. I'm still thinking about your answer and your. I'm just trying to think back to what you said. You said, I didn't care about the money. And I, like, I totally, I totally understand this as a, as an artist and like, whatever. But that's an interesting phrase too. I didn't care about the money, meaning like I didn't pay attention to it and it got away from me, which is really interesting lesson, Tom. So... Because here's the thing, though. Should no, we leave. I know. No, I just oh, it's a, um, it's a good it, point, but though. But it's an interesting lesson. Point. So, do you have a different relationship? It sounds like you do. Like you found a different person to watch. To in your, it sounds like you you've taken yeah. more responsibility uh, for your money. Uh, it, that was like um, going through a portal of like, hey, I'm a boy. All these years being like veiled with these lies or whatever he was doing to manipulate me, and then suddenly I was okay. I'm a I'm a man. I have to yeah, sign my adult. own checks, and yeah. I have to be you know, proficient and on top of it. So it just was like wow. another thing that I had to. You had to grow up, man. Grow up. You had a rough few years then and you lose your mother yeah. who you loved very much. Yep, my best buddy. Yeah. Yep. And then my dad, he was awesome too. We we kind of like did the dad son thing for a lot of years where we just kind of were at odds, you know, cats in the cradle shit. And then finally we figured it out. So we, mm. I, I had a great, I got to show him everything I ever wanted to do. I got to show him everything I told him I could do. It's awesome. So I'm proud of that, you know? And I'm glad I don't have any more parents that can die. That's kind of nice. That's That's huge. so good that there's only two. Oh, my God. I was thinking of maybe getting a stepdad and then seeing (laughs) what he comes down with. (laughs) I lost two of my four step-parents and two bios, and I've only lost two. And I'm like, I can't wait for the other ones, too. I know. It's brutal. Yeah. Um, I want to show Dane something. Can you pull up that clip you were going to show? We need to put what? on the cans. Yeah, the cans for this one. Okay. Because um, I feel like you have a good sense of humor, and this is... Uh, oh, for fuck's sake, this no, no, guy? No, no, no. The one that you pulled up before. He he had it right. Um, this is like this is like one of our gauges for somebody has a great sense of humor. So this is like... Yeah. This Am I watching great. you defrag your computer? What just happened? Yeah, I know. I know right? It's like... Um, okay. All right. Volume up. Okay. Let's go. Here we go. Dan. I've never seen this. Okay. okay. No. No, he's laughing. Yeah, right? they don't. Li- they don't like him very much. He doesn't give a fuck. They're so conflicted. They're like, uh, we want to help, but he's kind of a dick. And he's like, ah, eh. he's always just sitting on the cart when we pull the truck in. <laughs> cart sitting, son See, of a bitch. Dane's got an awesome sense. He does. Oh, Listen, it. he's come on. Now hold on, one more. Legend. Okay, one oh, more. The uh, the lady, the girl that we were going to show. Him, remember? Okay. Yeah. So this one, I don't even know if you've seen this one. This is a new uh, cool girl. That we found a new cool girl. <laughs> that is like, she's she's just cool. So <laughs> I caught a thumbnail. You got a thumbnail. She's rad. So I don't know what's going on. I've I've I've, I've seen her you have? around. Yeah. 
think I'm sorry. Well, and you're a performer, so just. <laughs> I mean, we all need attention. Yeah. Okay. Let's see if she what she's saying. I what's, do like what's her she's demanding. Yeah. I demand attention. I am an attractive woman. I don't understand why the only girls who seem to get attention on this website are half naked. I'm gonna say it. Clots. Wow. I'm really fucking tired of it, to be fucking honest with you. If I had long flowing hair, if I had more traditional makeup, if I had my big clitties out, I'm pretty sure that people would be, I don't know, flocking to my clitios. Well, hold on a second. For our listeners, because this is on YouTube, but there's also people just listening who download it. Mm, yes. mm. Can you, in your own language, describe a visual? Yeah. Um, <laughs> this woman is basically... Um, you take the Joker from the Batman movies <laughs> <laughs> and strip it way down to like, maybe it's like a, a low uh, villainous day. So he's just going to put on the, 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 the basic lipstick and some <laughs> a low right. villainous day. <laughs> and but, she also shaved just the middle of her head, right? which gives her kind of like a, um, the horseshoe. Remember right? the dad on the Jeffersons? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah I mean, she's got yes, basically, George. it's not an exaggeration yeah. to say, very leaning into Ronald McDonald. Yes. Right? <laughs> yep. And and yet, um, I appreciate her passion. Yeah, she's got a lot yes, of passion. Yeah. yeah. She should be doing a TED Talk or whatever would allow her, you know, whatever kind of talk. TED people might not accept the pitch. But, but wouldn't it be great <laughs> if they just once were like, yeah, right. let's fucking get her. Let's yeah, just yeah. give her an hour. Let her do it. Let her let's do her see what she does. What was her that? Wasn't it, um, wasn't it uh, Sarah Silverman that was invited to one of those kinds of things? Maybe AOL ran it. Okay. And she went up there and she did like racial and stuff. Like, she just did what she does. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, no. <laughs> like They were like, this was the worst. Like, they, they basically did what you're saying and then they all got mad about it. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, well, she was fascinating. Yeah. But instead, people just oh, want to come here and talk shit and make fun of me and all that bullshit. But nobody wants to appreciate who I am. Nobody cares about who you are unless you are half naked and brain dead and, I don't know, pretending to like video games. Basically. I feel That's like this is probably when we should show Dr. Drew. Yeah, that put that in the files. That's a great idea. I think she has a psychological problem. Well, yeah. Dane, yeah. you're a single gent. I mean, I know you probably have a girlfriend. Yep, two years. Two Next years. Month. Oh, congrats. Yeah. Uh, you're not married yet. Would you Would you consider taking her out? She's you know, not traditionally pretty. Yeah, but, she's not traditionally pretty, but she's still but pretty. But that doesn't, it doesn't matter. You she's know? spirited. That's not... Uh, she's creative. Yeah. I mean, listen, we all at some point in our life are going to look, uh, you know, kind of gross and old. You know, I don't sure. mind being with somebody who's already there. <laughs> uh, True. I, I feel like you definitely could not just be like, right, I'm going to go to bed now with her in the mm. house. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. There'd be some kind of skit that she'd need to show you, <laughs> right? <laughs> she, she's learning the sitar, and you yeah. got to sit and listen oh. to her play. Oh, and you better show God. a reaction. You can't be like, that's good. Right. You got to go up. No, because she'll gotta... go, I demand yes. that you give me proper <laughs> you gotta critique. You got to stand up. Be like, that was fucking amazing. Oh, and a lot of poetry. <laughs> she writes a lot of poetry. Oh, she's full chick. on haiku, yeah. this girl. I'm telling you. A lot of feelings. And also, too. do you know this level of energy that she is saying this with? That's how she wakes up. 
You know what I mean? When you're yeah. like, oh, I just got up. But she's like, hey, did you think about? And you're like, Jesus Christ, you got to tone it down. Right. It's fucking 7 a.m. But you know what? Hey, if she, yeah. if we're going to be honest, I'd follow her because I, I'd love to see what else she can come up with. How about this? Would you let her open for you? Uh, no, that is definitely. <laughs> Negative, no. dude. She's not getting on the private plane. <laughs> no way. Uh, no way. <laughs> All right, uh, that's good. Thanks, okay. man. Yeah, thank you. Uh, okay. Oh, so before before we go, oh, um, this is wanted huge. to present you. These are brand new. These came yeah. in today. Whew. These are invitation only shirts oh. because our podcast is invitation only, and um, we'd like you to have it. Oh, thank you so much. You were invited. Oh, this is perfect. I'm painting a room this weekend. Oh. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. How dare no, you, sir? Great. How That's dare like you? My favorite stock line that I've said for so many years. When, oh. when what was the? Wasn't Thank that you. the? Remember when CDs were big? CDs, yes. Yeah, and then people would be like, "Great, I need a coaster." Everybody <laughs> would just be like, <laughs> right. and you're like "Thanks, man." <laughs> Thank yeah. you very much for that. I appreciate um, it. Yeah. This so so people know you're on tour right now. Yeah. You're touring all over the place. I've seen you at some. Uh, we're at some of the same venues in some some cities. Yeah. Uh, which is cool. It's been awesome. Some of the places are just. I, I've never played them before, so some That's of them are like really exciting. And this is the first tour for you in a minute, right? You haven't toured big first in a official while? like named tour named tour in about five years. That's a that's a oh, good wow. chunk of yeah. time. Yeah, I just it, it was that thing we were talking about. Like, I felt like my comedy was shifting, and I just needed to put in more work to be able to feel like I could bring it out on the road. Well, and give I, a, I've seen you at the store. I've peeped in on you in the main room doing your thing and yeah. I, I've seen the evolution. I think it's just fascinating and you're, oh, it's thanks. so funny and it's so great to see you grow Thank and evolve you. and I'm I'm just thrilled for you. Oh, it feels good. Yeah, I, everyone I, I, should go you know, see. Hearing that from other, con I don't think there's any more flattering um, feedback than we get from telling each other when we're you know doing something good and it Jeez, doesn't happen man. a lot so I appreciate that. You're welcome. Oh. What are you saying? Are ahead, you plugging ahead. this shit? No, I'm just going to read through some of the dates here. Yeah, um, read through his dates. Going to be in Madison, Milwaukee, Honolulu, uh, Verona, New York, Niagara Falls. This is Dane. Bethlehem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Six uh, people realize. Baltimore, New York City, Radio City Music Hall. Oh, uh, cool. Louisville, Nashville, which I was just in last week. Amazing venue. The Ryman, Orlando. Oh, I love it. And on and on. Go to danecook.com. There's tons you're doing tons of shows this yeah. is great good man. for you yep and we're adding more private so jet, private check, jet <laughs> check out the area oh when's your la show november uh, i think the dolby at yep november no november 16th yeah wow yeah that's awesome killing it great. dude yeah yeah you're killing it too Amazed. thanks thanks man i love it this love. is this is uh this is really exciting to be here with you guys thank no, you this no, is thank fucking you for awesome, being man. here um and then are you, are you planning on shooting during this tour? yeah you are yeah, we're already putting together something for maybe some October or November dates. We're just trying to figure it out. So we, we are not announcing where it is yet, though, right? Not announcing yet. Yeah. I just want to make sure I can get everything lined up. But yeah, I can't wait. I've been really chomping at the bit to finally put this material down and then move on to whatever's next. That's nice. awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. This is a real treat, man. Thank you for Thanks, coming Tom. today. Thank and you. it's like it's a thrill to like hear the whole story and have you so open about it. It's really fun, man. Oh, cool. Anytime. Yeah. yeah. Thanks yeah. so much. All right. Thanks, Dane Cook. Dane. Thank you, buddy. All right. Bye. This episode of Your Mom's House is also brought to you by Open Fit. Getting fit and staying healthy always sounds easier said than done, right? Open Fit is bringing you something new that makes it even easier to never miss a sweat session, lose that commute to the gym, and let the workouts come to you. Open Fit takes all the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. It's a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 
minutes a day. Everyone's bodies are different and OpenFit gets that, which is why it is personalized to your needs with custom tailored original content. There are amazing trainers and classes. And of course, super simple, forget all the complexity and stress around getting fit and just press play and work out on your schedule. 600 seconds with celebrity trainer Devin Wiggins packs the fat burning, muscle building and body sculpting benefits of much longer sessions into a fraction of that time. What do they have? They have uh, yoga classes, um, uh, sessions. They have the Tough Mudder session. That's a uh, a training session with a four-time Tough Mudder champion, Hunter McIntyre. 30 days designed to get you ready to crush your Tough Mudder event or just get in crazy shape. Whether you're training for a 5K or a classic event, just follow Hunter's day-by-day plan to increase strength, endurance, speed, and mobility. Do it for 30 days, and you could not only lose weight, look great, and be ready to hit the course running, you could also be in the best shape of your life. These are some 30-minute workouts that are just unbelievable. Lose weight, get in shape, try something different. Uh, OpenFit has changed the way people are working out, and if you use our code YOURMOM, you can join them on this fitness journey personalized just for you. Again, use our code your mom and start using open fit for your journey to a healthier life right now during the open fit 30 day challenge our listeners get a special extended 30 day free trial membership to open fit where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days when you text your mom that's the word your mom y-o-u-r-m-o-m to 30 30 30 that's to 303030 you will get full access to open fit all the workouts and nutrition information totally free again just text the words your mom to 30 30 30 standard message and data rates may apply oh man the fact that we weren't rolling just a moment ago really bums me out but we should uh take a quick moment to introduce uh one of our old friends in uh in stand-up comedy and i gotta say we keep getting older but this guy, yeah. he looks fucking 24. Look at that. Uh, Ryan Stout. I sleep a lot. I stay out of the sun, everybody. Hey. Jesus, man. Yeah. You look great. And Thank you're you. dating a woman with AIDS. With AIDS. With AIDS. <laughs> yeah, which, you and know, you're keeps, marrying keeps the weight off. And, uh, yeah. yeah. And she doesn't drink alcohol to manage. <laughs> Neither one of us, yeah. So explain to me why, explain to the audience why I would be led to think that you... Because uh, she has an autoimmune disorder, which are the first three <laughs> letters in AIDS. Yeah. But Christina's decided. That she went there. She went there <laughs> immediately. Yeah. He said, "Well, my fiance has an autoimmune disorder." She goes, "She has AIDS." Yeah. But but Tom, she kind of underplayed it. She was like, "She has AIDS." She's cute. Yeah. She's well, because the uh, people have lived with AIDS. You I looked. Mean, you looked afraid for me. Yeah. And you wanted like, to know, like Ryan, tell me about that choice. Yeah. I was like, well, "Hey, I don't know. I mean, but people manage lives now." Uh huh. Yeah. I just I and, take prep and uh, and we just. Uh, just avoid anal. <laughs> what do you, I mean, what did you think for a moment? What, what is, I just thought he maybe should have blood transfusion. But you're like, you're going, it's just, it's cool that, yeah, yeah. It's cool she has, it's cool that she has AIDS. Maybe Ryan's into her, it's reeling a, it's into new, her. No, you, it's not like you can't love someone with AIDS. Right. right. That's it's what just, you're inferring. That's I'm, what you're saying. No, I wasn't saying that. I was just saying that, like, he was saying that maybe she didn't have AIDS. Yeah, that was. The only I was thinking like when he said she has autoimmune disorder, my mind was like she probably doesn't have AIDS. <laughs> but uh, autoimmune 
disorder is what AIDS stands for. The S is autoimmune syndrome. deficiency syndrome. syndrome. Yeah, autoimmune deficiency, deficiency syndrome. syndrome. Yeah, yeah. Okay. it's a bad one. Of it's all a, the it's a rough one. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, a pretty yeah. rough one. Well, I, I'm one of the people that believes that's fake, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah? AIDS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's flat earthers and then there's us. We don't believe in AIDS. A- AIDS um, deniers. AIDS deniers. <laughs> well, basically what happened was, and this is true, they just started taking anybody who's HIV positive, And then if you had something else wrong with you, they were like, well, you have AIDS. Yeah. Oh. So it was, it was literally like a mix and match of, oh, you have HIV and a cold? Now nah, you have AIDS. Oh. Yeah. 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 So uh, a lot away. of AIDS cases. Yeah. Taking away the thunder from Fakers. your lady. Yeah. I feel Fakers. like uh, three of us kind of feel like, fuck them, right? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> right? Not me. Is that what we're saying? Uh, no? It's going to be it's going to be a hard platform to, uh, to uh, sell. Uh, look, we're going to talk about it more. But before I forget, I want to make a point. You have a new album out. Your I do. third album. Third Hey-o. album. Yeah. Man in the Suit. Man in the Suit. Very exciting. Where'd you record it? Acme in Minneapolis, Heard Minneapolis, of it. and uh, <laughs> you got it. Uh, what I've a done, great club! Right? I've done all my albums there. All yeah. of them. All of them. All of them. What? All three of yeah. them there. So um, that's amazing, man. It, I try to make it a point whenever I go back to record. Not only because. Uh, you know, Lewis Lee just knows how to run that club. So that's yes. the best full. It's the best. And I don't necessarily have any degree of fame, so I don't have any definitive fans, but that's fine for me because artistically, I like the idea of when somebody listens to my album, they know, oh, Ryan's performing for strangers. Yeah. So he has to get them on his side, True. maintain, and then close. And especially on my second album, like that opens up and you can tell that audience sucks. Yeah. yeah. They are not into me at all. And by the end, they're... They're standing. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, wow. that's, that's the work, everybody. Yeah, yeah. You're too, that's, how, that's how you have to do it when yeah. you're not famous. Yeah. And uh, so I always go back to Minneapolis just because I want that. You have to do it in a full room, though. It's really, it's not that impressive when you get 12 people on your side. No. Not to listen to it anyway. Yeah. But, but Acme, mm. the, I mean, Lewis just does an amazing job. That yeah. place is, the place is incredible, man. Yeah. It's amazing. The food's I great. I did my, uh, my first album at Acme. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thr- thrilled? Thrilled. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking love that place. I fucking love it too. And they have great short ribs on the menu. Yes. Yes. Now also. Christina, time out. Where did you do your first album? <sighs> because I remember asking you for a copy. Cincinnati. And you were like, no. That was is it? not true. You said, you said, I, you can't listen to it. Was that? Oh, because uh, it's so stupid. <laughs> uh, Big Tip Patrol? Which one was that? Come in my face, Big Tip Patrol. No, the first album was Go Bananas. But, and it's called Go Bananas? Go, it's called It's Hard Being a Person. That's what it's called. Mm. And then yeah. the second one's Man of the Year. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I you, refuse to give it. It probably is because I was like, that's so stupid. You know what, um, You're such a better comedian than well, that's, I am. That's what you were like, you don't, li- you don't you, want you to listen to it. You don't want to hear this garbage. And, and I'm, I'm a huge is, comedy fan, and is, I like want to cherish do you what know my what, peers have done. what sweet. fucking Stout did to me? What? I'm working... LOL comedy club in San LOL. Antonio. Yeah. And That's they the go, best name for a comedy They club. go, uh, Ryan Stout's here. And I go, for what? And they're like, for what? just to watch your set. And I was Aww. like, what? Why? And they're like, I go, why? And then he, I, I go, what's up? What are you doing here? He's like, oh, I'm just going to watch your set. I go, don't. Like, go away. Yeah, I'm the same way. I don't, I don't like it. He's so I don't funny. Want you to hear. I don't want you Yeah, no, he writes great jokes. I was like, I don't I want know. you to watch this shit. Me too. He watched it. Then we had a barbecue the next day. And guess what? Mm. Ryan has no sense of smell. Correct. That's, yeah, that's right. True. I remember yeah. knowing this about mm-hmm. you. Yep. 
Isn't that so amazing? food is fucking pointless. What's it called again? Anosmia. What? Yeah. If you're hypernosmic, you smell a lot. If you're hyponosmic, you smell a little. I'm anosmic, so I don't have any. If you're asexual, you don't have what? sex. So I don't have any. Yeah. So nothing. Nosmics. Nothing. If that this sense, is that crazy. sense is gone. Yeah. 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 So how do you? Okay. There's so many things There's that. So many problems. You, I mean, with you this. don't know that you miss out on them, but you miss out on them. Well, you guys are having me talking to the fart mic right now. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. It's really. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know why anybody else has a problem. Farts never affect you. <laughs> they're they're <laughs> just audible, hilarious, yeah. always. But but so much of life and choosing a partner has to do with sense of smell choosing a partner yes like the pheromones the you know? pheromones and your are you saying my aids fiance stinks <laughs> yes are you telling me you, you <laughs> can't smell her aids yeah <laughs> that's why you were attracted to her but so like tom so, smell cookies i like cookies. his <laughs> smell and that's a huge part of attraction or aids or brownies anything that smells a- anything yeah <laughs> or not being attracted to somebody yeah. smelling so the pheromones Ooh. they've actually proven that the pheromones yeah. like going into your nose and getting into your brain isn't actually smelling okay so but you still have that effect it's just not through. i i technically still could yes yeah. okay, I, who knows if thing. i do or not i mean there's no test for that but uh yeah i actually i ran into a girl in college and she was like oh you can't smell so you'll never fall in love and i was like crushed i had never gotten that response from somebody Jesus. before and i was like what does that mean and she started talking about the pheromones and I was like, fuck, I have to look this up. Fucking so, okay, so, so your I'm brain receptors, whatever the pheromones affect, it still can be clicked without the actual sense of smell. Correct. Thank yeah. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't enjoy things like pizza. I still enjoy them. Pizza. I think a lot of smelling people don't enjoy um, textures as much as I do. That's so true. Like you, they don't okay. realize what a big deal it is to like have a cheeseburger that's like but, melty okay. cheese I'm and like so kind of crisp lettuce and cold tomato, like all that stuff get, like comes yeah. together. And it's still an amazing experience. And I think some people, you know, they, they're picking up on other things, but they're not appreciating that as much. That's true. They, yeah, yeah. Like they say that, um, you know, Right. When you lose a sense, like a blind person's sense of hearing is like heightened. Right. Yeah. And yeah. So if you, I have an incredible sense of humor. Yes. So it like you're increased. comedian professionally. Yeah. Um, and so textures and and colors and visual stuff is sure. how you eat. Yeah, absolutely. And also like uh, sugar, salt, fat, all that stuff to just goes straight to your brain and lights up the receptors in your brain. Yeah. That's why fast food's so addictive. Because people eat it and then their brain says, yeah, this is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have to avoid fast food desperately. Because of? Because the level of enjoyment, my brain goes, this is great. Just keep doing this. So it's like uh, you have an addictive thing with that. Yeah, a little bit. Have you had the thing where, and just in life where, you know, you're, you open, like, let's say, I don't know, a Tupperware and you're, and then someone next to you is like, Jesus, man, do you smell that? I've had people walk into my apartment and go, what the fuck is going on in here? Really? And they go straight to the fridge and like, dude, you got to throw some of this stuff out. (laughs) Really? Yeah. This was probably like 10, 15 years ago before I really, this is when I first first started like living on my own. Yeah. Um, And oddly enough, I had a roommate in college who couldn't smell as well. What? (gasps) Yeah. We Two just of you. ended up being friends and then we had one third roommate and it was actually, he came home from vacation and these two idiots were just sitting on the couch like everything's fine. He walks in and goes, what the fuck is that stink? <laughs> and he goes straight through the refrigerator and starts pulling stuff out and he's like, guys, you, you need to take this stuff out of the apartment and open all the windows. Oh. And we're just there in our own stench. Just going, oh, it's fine. I feel like there's a whole documentary I need to see about this. (laughs) Now, does it make, is there a period uh, maybe growing up where, you know, you you feel self-conscious about not having, and you start going, I got to buy some cologne. 
Yeah, what about BO? Like you know how I mean? you never Dumping smell yourself? Well, as far as like trying to fit in, you don't really know that not smelling is an issue. Right. Because you've never done it before. And people will look at you and say, do you smell that? And you say, no. And they think that's a perfectly fine answer. Yeah. Like nobody's questioning you. Nobody's right. calling you names. But you start to wonder like, ah, there, something seems off. And you're just putting it together on your own. And I had like, I grew up in the 80s. We had scratch and sniff stickers. Oh, you missed out on those. Yeah. Mm, I, I, took, I took an attitude like, um, it was almost a cynical attitude. Like, oh, you kids are scratching and sniffing and you think you smell stuff because the adults told you it smells. Oh. You're all fucking sheep. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> like I was a cynical five-year-old. Wow. When um, did you realize it was really a, th like, how do you figure? My dad leaned over me to like help me with algebra homework. I was like 13 and he leaned over me to look at the book and then he goes, you fucking stink. And he was offended. And I went, ah, oh, this is, I, I hope I don't smell like this all the time. I should look oh. into this. And so I just started like showering really what, diligently. What year? How were you? When this I was happened? like 13. Oh, and he was oh. like, yeah. Jesus, man. But then there's that thing that kids hitting puberty, yeah. most of them stink anyway, yeah. Yeah. allegedly. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Um, but I was doing a lot of like playing basketball and things and just didn't. I, but you're, you're starting to process, oh, I don't actually pick up that I stink. Yeah. Yeah. Or anybody stinks. Right. Yeah. So then what though? So then, uh, you know, I'm just being aware of like wearing deodorant making sure that i'm showered making sure that like i'm not running around getting sweaty before i do something important but at this point still nobody actually knows that you don't have this sense of smell correct you're just like oh i'm just not wow. picking up on it and yeah. your whole life people people will be like oh my god did you taste this hot dog or something and you're like i guess like yeah. you just never yeah. thought you what are we miss what are we talking about right right, wow. right. I just assumed like, well, whatever you're tasting, whatever I'm tasting, it's, it's it, got to be the same. It's whatever the color green is to you. That's I've, the you green must, is to you me. Who the have, hell knows? Uh, up until this point, at some point, you must have been like, yeah, it smells great. Like when somebody oh, said, right? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, you just try to fit in yeah. as a kid sometimes. You smell this? Like, yeah. Kids are smelling markers. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this one smells good too. And they're like, yeah, you got to take the cap off. Yeah, uh, it right, is. Right, yeah. No. you're like, oh, no, I can smell through the cap. Yeah. And then they're like, nah, -uh, and now you're in this battle that you never wanted. Right. Yeah. Where they're trying to prove you wrong. You've never yeah. enjoyed the smell of your own farts even. No. So well, how do no. you fart? I mean. In you, you really push for noise. You really yeah. just hope for, you know, Celebrate a nice, noise. a nice like. Uh, ass cheek on the leather what, what about with your lady around because you know I, I don't know are you in that stage where you fart in front of each other um yeah it happens i think she enjoys it more than i do because is it a first date thing you tell her you know what i mean like when you go out with that someone? i can't smell yeah it's you know it, it is how i would open up to like uh women at bars that i didn't know like when i was trying to date because instantaneously there would be questions like they would just be interested and yeah and it's an uh, interesting conversation. curious yeah. and then i would get to be like no no but let's not talk about me tell me about you yeah yeah and then they felt like oh he's really interested in me yeah yeah like tell it was the easiest that, uh, it was the easiest that end. tit situation you got going on <laughs> tell me about that yeah use some poetry yeah Man. describe those not it's a it's a fascinating thing right i know yeah well no wonder you're so skinny because food's not as exciting it's texture hello yeah, i know but well and and again the, the the sugar the salt the fat yeah like those are gonna those are gonna build up i honestly didn't put on a lot of weight um i was putting on weight when i was drinking a lot and then when i stopped drinking i can eat whatever i want now and i just won't put on weight i'm actually losing weight while we're talking Ugh. yeah you're so lucky yeah, it's. I might be sick though. Maybe I've got that 
autoimmune <laughs> it's called autoimmune deficiency syndrome is that what you're talking about uh, i think so yeah something like that wow yeah yeah wow um so well, can't smell new album man in the suit man in the suit he can't smell do you think that ryan i mean obviously i'm very happy for you that you're now engaged do you know yep. what you have a wedding date set we were trying to set it for july but then I'm kind of up for this TV job that might take me out of the country. Yeah. And so that took precedence over the wedding. I was like, I'd rather do this thing. Yeah. <laughs> and she went, yeah, I'd rather you do that too. Cause yeah, that'd yeah. be a nice check. Nice, Great. Nice job. Yeah. 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 But we're still waiting on that. Um, okay. Well, I hope uh, that you get that and then you can get married. What in the fall, winter, December, whatever. Sure. Yeah. We'll get married at some point. It's yeah. not um, a priority. This could, but like if you, you were single, maybe this could be your gal, right? Oh, she's cute. Okay. She's pretty. <laughs> I mean, you don't get to see this a lot. Oh, I like these. He's got headphones on. Oh. I mean, this is like a Instagram model type. And she's just ripping yeah. farts in all I, her videos. Lighting farts is always bold and I like it. But mm -hmm. I figure you would really celebrate this girl. Of course. You know? I'm just enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. People have such interesting Patreons these days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but see, like you get... You, is you'd is be there able anybody to... that just does this on their Patreon? There I hope so. I hope there so. has to be. Because sure. if there's fetish pornography for farting... There has yeah, to be a Patreon. Of dude, this, this is, is an heavy. easy check. Easy yeah. money, yeah. dude. Tom, have you ever if let a fart? If I was this girl, I would just be like, yep, it's 20 a month. Tommy, just fucking have you ever let a fart? Have I ever? No, I haven't. I actually have never. I wouldn't do it bare assed for you because you're so hairy. You Thank probably you. light up all that hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you gotta you, you gotta imagine? brush the forest floor. Yeah. Because yeah. that's, yeah. that's Tinder. It's kindling. <laughs> yeah, that's um, true. <laughs> Uh, my question is the girl who at the gym just there, the guy was wearing headphones. Yeah. Oh. And yet he seemed to respond. Yeah. Oh, the smell. The smell got but, him. So, but yeah. that's the thing. The smell, you're telling me the smell traveled that quickly no. from yeah. her asshole to his no. reaction? It First can. of all, no, this is a bit, okay? So that that's what, this is a bit. But. How dare you, Tom? But. You're saying reality yeah. videos aren't Here's real. Here's what I'm what saying. The fuck? Here's what I'm saying. If if that had been a real fart, that reaction, that that's within you could be beating the smell there. That's fast Beating enough. the smell. Like the smell could be hanging out a second or Wait, two. Wait, can after I say that. something so stupid that my brain goes, Oh, that guy's legs don't match his arms. <laughs> his legs are way dark. And then well, one leg's camouflage. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, he's real He's real dark downstairs. Yeah, he's so chocolatey in his legs. Yeah, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> well, for uh, for people listening, um, it's a black man. Right. And he's uh -huh. wearing black I'm leggings. Minute, my brain black was like. Spandex <laughs> leggings. Yes. That could no way be and any Christina race. I was like, oh, that's way too dark. Yeah, I totally like. Gosh, he's so dark. How come wow. his legs are so dark? His legs why is so it dark? so dark around his eyes? Those are sunglasses, Christina. That's why he's, he's got sunglasses on. <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh that God. thing on his head's dark, too. <laughs> That's a hat. Oh, okay. A, oh, all right. But because but of the leggings are so tight, I yeah, was like, wow, they are. guy's got real dark skin. 
That's really it's a good observation. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Those girls, that that girl, her her legs are gray. What kind yeah. of race is she? Yeah, well, she's just got gray. Is she from Avatar? Gray tie dye. She really might have AIDS. Actually. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, can we pull up uh, Stout's <laughs> album? Yeah. Uh, cover. Yeah. This is Let's a. Let's do that. Uh, I'm real proud of this because I came up with this cover <laughs> way before I created the album. Yeah. Oh. Um, that's you guys are bringing up the wrong picture. Uh, yeah, thanks. Guys. Oh gosh, it, they, hey. they really ruined the surprise. Yeah, yeah, that's the audience loves. Our uh-huh. audience is gonna love this cover for yeah. sure. So here it is, Ryan Stout, man in the suit, and uh, is that really you or no? It's really me. That's me. Oh yeah. So and, uh, so we shot. Is we your, shot wait, is this. Penis a microphone? It, yeah, man. That's why I got into comedy. <laughs> Oh. You want me to pull it out now? No, I no, just, please. You guys can talk. Into it's it. a nice suit for a scream to say. It. You've always had nice suits. Oh, thank you. That yeah. one's that one was uh, made in Hong Kong, and it's actually not you know a high end suit. It's it's one that you throw in a suitcase to travel around the country. Uh-huh. But uh, I'm glad you brought that up because that actually matters for later in the conversation. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is um do, who, who's your Hong Kong guy? Um, I was there and I called Tom Rhodes because I was like, hey, who's your Hong Kong guy? Yeah. And he told me and it's this guy, uh, Rocky. Rocky, that's right. Oh, yeah. There's Rocky and there's Danny. I went to I went to go see Rocky. <laughs> okay. And Danny's son uh, got me in the hallway. Oh, yeah. And, and did the whole thing that you're like not supposed to fall for. I was like, just come in here, man. <laughs> just come in here. Yeah, it's, I, it's all the same. And I went in and then I just started working with him. <laughs> So you're you're the company across the hall, or yeah, literally down that down that <laughs> hall. And Rocky was like, the "Fuck, man!" I was like, it's "Fucking Danny, dude." Danny, he's a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I haven't ordered from them in a long time. Do they come to the, the nice. U.S.? They do. They okay, do. yeah, because Rocky comes to L.A. probably like twice a year. Yeah, same and I thing. meet him at a hotel, and oh, they yeah. they say, "What do you need?" And I say, "I'm getting married. I need a tux." And they go, "All right, it's great. Nice. Yeah. Oh, it's that's really great. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I should I should reach back. Do you out need to Danny. a gold chain for your wedding? Um, you know what? I think I'm going to go without. Oh, yeah. okay. Feeling yeah. a little slighted, but yeah, it's... Um, I'm just saying it doesn't work for me. That's right. true. Yeah. But you're saying I, I definitely look... You know, white guys like me, like definitely white. Yeah. Gold chain is uh, not a, a good fashion move. Interesting. I mean, do you think yeah. it works on me or no? I think it works on you. Okay. Yeah. Segura. Yeah, it costs a lot. <laughs> she, got it, she got it for me for my birthday. Happy birthday. Thanks, yeah. man. Yeah. How much was it? Uh, well, he turned 40. It's a thousand for every year. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's heavy? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of heavier when is you it, think about it in those terms. Is it causing your, your neck to hunch? Is that bit. what causes that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's called dropped head syndrome. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oof. We all sat up after that. Uh, Ooh. No. Ugh. Start I'm looking like, at your phone like this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you were inspired for this album cover. Well, I was doing this bit about wearing suits on stage because of the way everybody in the country responds. Just as you get on stage, you're wearing a suit and tie, and there's like a definitive response, and that response has changed over the years that I've been wearing a suit. What has oh. it changed from, too? So at first, people were like, I was just getting on stage like jeans and a gray t-shirt, and people are like, why is this nice young boy screaming <laughs> at us like this? And then I started wearing the suit, and it, I was the same age, but audiences were like, well, clearly he knows what he's talking yeah. about. Yeah. Um, and I would never get heckled because they were just like, well, he's in charge. Just mm-hmm. let him talk. They're just so accustomed to that because of their jobs and whatnot. They're like, oh, yeah, the guy in the suit and tie talks to us and we just accept it. Wow. Um, and then around like the, the housing crisis, banking crisis of 2007, 2008, 
uh, people just started getting pissed. Mm. I would get on stage and they'd be like, no, Mm -hmm. not you. And I would have to like get over that hump somehow. Wow. And then everything got back to normal and things were great until the election of 2016. And then I would get on stage and people were just like, what color tie is that? Whose Mm -hmm. side are you on? Oh, tell us. You look like one of them. Pick sides. Just angry. Yeah. And so, and I don't do politics in my show. So yeah. it didn't matter. Meanwhile, they're there upset because I'm not telling them mm. whose side I'm on. It's interesting. And the other place it got fucked up was like Columbus, Ohio, because I'd wear a red tie and they'd be like, yeah, Ohio. And then I'd wear a blue tie and they're like, fuck Michigan. Yeah. And I was like, guys, this isn't, this has nothing to do yeah. with what you're projecting onto this. It's just a fucking tie. Yeah. Yeah. So I had this thing and it was just about me wearing a suit and then I shot this this thing based on uh, a very famous photo from Robert Maplethorpe. Oh, huge fan of his work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I huge love Maplethorpe. Fan. Yeah. That's, um, mm-hmm. Do you want to describe the photo mm-hmm. to the listeners? Um, so it's uh, Robert Maplethorpe's man in polyester suit. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's very similar to my album cover. He was very inspired. Do you want to? Um, it's, a, it's a man in a suit and uh, his fly is down and his BBC is hanging out the front of it. I love this cover. I think this is very great. <laughs> um, inspirational yeah. work. This could have been taken um, in the locker room of the Laker game we went yeah, to. Yeah, huge you know? fan. Yeah. The now, white boys at school don't have things <laughs> like that. Yeah. That's great, Ryan. Look now, the uh, what's interesting, his suit came from Hong Kong. Oh. And Robert Maplethorpe positioned that guy's hands where they're positioned so you could see the thumb in contrast to the stitching. Yeah. Because he wanted to make fun of the guy for having such a cheap suit. Oh. Really? Yeah, this is this is the artist really slighting the model. Really? Seriously? Yeah. So he was like, hold your thumb like that. He was like, yeah, just kind of turn a little bit. He, you know, he's getting the lighting correctly. What's fascinating about this photo, too, is if you actually like cut it into thirds, it's amazing like where the, the intersections are. It's like right at the head of the penis and like where the buttons are. And it's just structurally magnificent. Composition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's quite an impressive piece, too, let's be honest. It Wait, is pretty good. That's a resting cobra. That's not a, even yeah. a no. fully... That's amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's uh, a little fabric around the head, too. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he's like... Oh, oh you, I just put that together. This whole time, I'm like, it's it's pretty big erect. And then uh, I'm like, oh, no. it's not he's even like, erect. You want me to wake this thing up? Right. Show you uh-huh. what it can do? He's sleeping. Yeah. yeah. That's Pl- a Play a flute for it. It'll dance for you. You're about to slide off the chair. You're right. And speaking of erect, you know, if this is going to be the front of the album, I had to get kind of rude with the back of the album. Of course. Nobody, yeah. nobody gets a physical album anymore. Yeah. But if you're going to, oh, you should really, yeah, there you, you go. should have both sides. There you go. See, yeah. you showed them what it can do. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> so I have a funny question to ask you guys. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, yeah, that's a, that's a, um, so. Were you a Maplethorpe fan then? Like you, you. I was aware of him, and my yeah. my dad had studied photography a lot when I was a kid, and so it, most of his stuff was like my dad liked outdoor stuff and architecture stuff, but uh, you know, kind of instilled a curiosity of photography in me and the arts in general. So were you aware of that photo though? Um, I was aware of it. You mean before I took my photo? Well, no, no. I mean, obviously you were, but I mean, were you aware of it for a long time? I was aware of it, um, for a few years before I created this. I mean, that photo is from 1980. So it was around before I was, Sure. uh, but once I created my album cover, like I was done with it and so excited to show the world and hadn't recorded the album yet. So I had the oh. album art done for two years. No shit. And I oh, couldn't wow. wait for people to see this joke. Yeah. Oh. And That's which, how exciting what's really it is funny is jokes. that 
people will look at it and they'll laugh and not realize it's a reference to anything. Oh, I didn't oh for know. sure. Yeah, yeah. They're just like, yeah, it's a funny penis joke. Yeah. And I go, yes, it is. And then other people go, oh, this is brilliant. Yeah. And I go, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. And I'll, you just gather everybody that way. Well, I'll tell you what's not brilliant is that Tommy and I actually saw the Maplethorpe exhibit when it was at the Getty yeah. a few years back. Lots of dongs. No, wow. remember there was a shortage of dogs. Well, there we thought it was going to be like Dick Central. I wanted to see Dick, 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 Dick. And it was all flowers. Yeah. Oh, and but then like two or no, three. No, there was a dicks. few dicks, and they were like, by the way, the good dicks are in the other room. Over yeah. There. Oh, and they have to hide them from they the children. Hit them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why are you taking your kid to see them? Maple? Of course. I mean, well, it's that's fisting asses. And that's one of the biggest controversies in art, which was back in the '80s when Maplethorpe received money from the National Endowment of the Arts to put on a show and then the conservatives are like what is, you can't put up a bunch of dicks how dare you that's that's government money to shoot dicks yep. and they were pissed and the argument was like well if you don't want to see it don't come see it yeah that's, that's a great argument easy. which is it's my favorite totally argument. totally fits with conservative philosophy of well this is on private property yeah so if you yeah. support private property that's where we put the dicks yeah mm -hmm. if you want to see the dicks come on in if you want to um kind of lick your I'd lips come like on in i'd like to see the dicks yeah. i wanted yeah. no, we to got see it. those we got it well when i worked at the bookstore in the summer of 1998 in the san fernando valley we had the maplethorpe book but it was behind the cash register and you had to be 18 or above to see it and I remember sneaking back and just looking at the map. How was before, it? But it was great. That's dicks and fisting. He did a oh, lot yeah, yeah, of yeah. like anal. It was really hardcore. It was very interesting. He's got this one that's a, a portrait of the artist where he's got a, a bullwhip coming out of his ass. Uh-huh. And now that's art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really was thinking, do we recreate that one with a microphone cord? <laughs> like, is that the way? Like, do we really commit to this for Obviously. album number I four? I wish. You need to do a series. Because it would you be. You do all Maplethorpe stuff. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm, yeah, just just the microphone in different positions. Just you on I your knees it. looking up, and there's microphones all around you, and you're like, yeah. The microphones are pissing onto me. I'm in a bathtub. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, I like yeah. it. Mm. Fuck yeah, <laughs> great. Beat me, piss on me, piss on me. Oh, oh yeah. man, look. Are you on the Instagram with him yet? His Instagram? Yeah. You gotta get on it. You gotta right. see the stories. He's uh -huh. really wilding out, man. Piss on me, beat me. Yeah, he's uh, you know, we found him. I, I know. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's pretty exciting, man. He's Have you guys already uh, talked to him? Show, no, like shared your conversation with the uh, The, the first audience? conversation that, that uh, people are going to hear will be tonight. Oh, my God. Tonight. Oh, my God. Really? Massive. That's so exciting. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. This has yeah. been quite earth shattering. Yeah. Well, the thing that fascinates me about that guy, like where my mind first went, <clears throat> yeah. pardon, is... Uh, there's there's almost like a quid pro quo of like mm -hmm. you could do whatever you want but you gotta fuck me yeah yeah <laughs> so That's good you that get that better. and then I get this you yeah. can you can come over and pour strawberry lemonade in my LPs I don't give a <laughs> shit but you gotta you gotta slam my hole real good yeah <laughs> and it's always this welcoming that you want to doodle on my couch with sharpies yeah. do it but you gotta you fuck gotta me. fuck me yeah. put it put in my man pussy you he, gotta do it he <laughs> he's a, his Instagram lives are a whole other level. I Are mean, they all sexual as well? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Never not. Just sexual. an invitation. <laughs> Come on by. Sometimes it doesn't Do start it. that way. Twenty three ninety five Wagner Houses Apartment Two C One Twenty Fourth and First Avenue, East Harlem Seven One Eight Nine Three Zero Nine Seven Two Three. Yep. Yeah. Start starts like a legal commercial. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. If you're looking to get your piece off, <laughs> he drinks his piss he on his video. Oh, it's for everybody. Yeah. Slavery fantasies. Bro. 
Yeah. Oh, yep. God. Piss. This is piss. Yeah, from my dick. Yep. Oh, oh, from his dick. Yeah. Oh, that changes it. Oh, Jesus. It's hard to watch. Could piss champion. Piss yeah, champion, for sure. 100% put. Hard to watch, but he is so down, so into it. He has a, he, he mentioned how great it would be to live in the slavery days. And then, and he was like. As, like as a white guy or? Well, he was like, oh, yeah. all those black guys and feel and fucking me and chain me up. We're like, no, 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 that wouldn't, no. It's no. the other way. And yeah. he, he and just goes on. He's, he's like, no, like, no, no, it's my fantasy. It's my fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We get to change the dates and uh, put me in any position I want. He wants it. Mm-hmm. He wants, and he, he's never not horny. Yeah. Never All day. not. Every he's day. So preoccupied <laughs> with sex. Like I've never seen anybody just 24 seven. Fuck me. Fuck me. Fuck me. In, and the Always. address and phone number are in those Instagram lives. And when he comments on posts. So if somebody is <laughs> like, uh, you're looking pretty good today. And he's like, thanks. And then he writes out 2395. Wagner House, <laughs> Farmer 2C, like puts all the information. <laughs> so you guys got to talk to him. Yeah. But have you ever spoken with any of the takers? No. Not that yet. would be fascinating. I think I that's next. Yeah. If, they, if people to. were like, I decided to go over there. Yeah. Well, I don't know what intrigued me, but I thought I should check it out. Well, and okay, Try it out. The Try it out. Try it out, yeah. You know, I'm open-minded. Yeah, and that's an invitation to anybody who does want to try it out. Please try it out with the Try It Out guy, but report back to us. Let us know what it was and like. And remember, safety first, yeah. and you're doing this on your own. <laughs> There's Josh Potter. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's doing his own little Maplethorpe with he the is. cord. Yeah. He's got a mic in his asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. Look at <laughs> Look at the hair. Look at the, the hair. The hair body on top on the shoulders and on the <laughs> I got to say he's got a he's got a nice little bot on him, doesn't he? <laughs> now, is that a microphone in his asshole or is that where he put the speaker? I don't like, know. Does what the cord doing? come from this? the mouth mic and no go around? Plug. That's the plug. Yeah. So the plug's in his asshole. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Yeah. What is How did that this? feel? <laughs> <laughs> that seems like it's uh I, I don't remember that that issue of edge the body <laughs> this it's, tickles what's me that? Oh, i was on the body issue of uh espn yeah i can see that they yeah. usually they usually do uh athletes how'd you get it uh because of my i'm a physical specimen obviously they <laughs> yeah. needed to have that you are a physical cover. specimen i've never seen hair on somebody's sh- shoulders like this that. was 2015 yeah. i'm a little chubbier than i am now <laughs> mm-hmm. i think i'm kind of uh, embarrassed about that part you're chubbier there yeah in the photo yeah don't you um, think how about that shoulder hair yeah oh I'm, my god oh yeah no no shoulders on, no no hair on the belly but on the shoulder yeah wow. no there's plenty of hair on the belly it's just the lighting is uh, yeah. a little more flattering to the belly but than the it is lighting the shoulder. can't even overwhelm what's on the shoulder no 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 it is vast <laughs> like it's more it is, than my head it's blowout lighting and it still shines through. josh do you shave your neck uh, I have to go pretty deep, yeah. It looks like you go pretty deep. <laughs> yeah. So there's this thing, AIDS, that we were talking about earlier. We don't know what you have, but we <laughs> have been discussing uh, sending you to the doctor. You're open to this idea? Oh, yeah, for sure. For I mean, physical. I haven't been in a while, so. When was the last time you had a physical? Oh, let's see. What year is it? 2019? Yeah. Uh, 2013, probably. Oh, oh so you But wait, how old are you? I'm 33. Oh, okay. I mean, that's, yeah. you're fine. Yeah. But you're still, fine. I, I went about five, six years without a physical. And I went to the doctor and I was terrified because I was sure they were going to be like, yeah, man, you should have been in here getting checked out. Yeah. And the doctor just went, yeah, you're fine. Really? Yeah. And I, and that's what I said. Really? That's and he the best said, feeling. why? Is there something wrong? 
I said, no. He said, yeah, you're fine. And the problem is the medical professionals judge on some like scale, which is either you're bad or you're great. Yeah. And they don't just, if you're in between, they go, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, Did you get labs and everything run? Yeah. Yeah. And it was fine. I want to see his labs. (laughs) Me too, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I I want to see if he's like, I don't even understand how you're alive. You know, that, that's my... Like, wouldn't, wouldn't it be cool if they, like, put me in a clinic or something? Like, they yeah. need to study me? Yeah. I feel like I need that. <laughs> and then they're like, why can't this guy come? Like, do they know right away from oh, yeah. reading and, your labs? And do you know what I learned at lunch today? Is that the only way Josh Potter can shit is if he drinks a whole Red Bull. What? A whole Red Bull? Right? Well, I mean, a couple of them. I mean, that's like a six couple? ounces. Bro, did you, you have to drink two Red Bulls to shit? Pretty much. Two or three. Two or three? Oh, wait, and if you skip Red Bulls, there's no brown? I mean, there is, but it's a little bit easier coming out, you know, if I have a few Red Bulls. Oh, my it's God. coming out? I imagine you're shooting it out. Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm imagining it's sliding down the side of yeah. the bowl, leaving the Red Bull logo. <laughs> I feel like... Red Bull gives you shits, dude. I feel yeah, like a dude. gastroenterologist would have a few things to say about this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, the, I think the other question is, how many times do you shitting a day? Uh, just in the morning, you know. With two or wait, so you're drinking two or three Red Bull in the morning? Yeah, and then I shit, <laughs> like everyone else does in the morning. I think. But and so if you skip the Red Bull, Bull, you just don't have the morning shit. I probably wouldn't <laughs> shit in the morning. No, you're right. Like it would just sit in my body. You're for, guessing. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't know. This is your. I can't wait, remember the last time rhythm. I didn't have. Doesn't one. coffee work too? Yeah, of course. Oh, oh, oh well, you said us. only Red Bull. Sorry, well, I mean, I don't fuck with coffee very often because it's hot, and then you get all sweaty when you drink. He's it. got a I real get, aversion. I to get heat. cold coffee. Yeah. yeah, he does have a real aversion to heat. He really does. Because Blue Band was saying that he and Josh Potter they have to walk out of this building. Yeah. <laughs> to go smoke. <laughs> because the, t- the other tenants are complaining <laughs> because these two animals are standing outside of these nice office buildings and they're smoking in front of businesses Just like chain anybody smoking. <laughs> chain smoking like anybody wants to get out of their job and see these two assholes standing there uh-huh. smoking uh-huh. <clears throat> so they have to walk now outside of this development and uh and what was it 75 oh, degrees yeah yeah and it, and Blue Band was like Josh Potter was sweating and complaining. What was seventy five? Seventy five. Yeah, I mean, well, it was a humid seventy five. You know that fair at this at the, in this business district that we're in, in three months it'll be one ten. Oh my god, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking. Be. I think we just got to have a camera follow you for like an entire day. It's gonna be a real test to see how committed I am to smoking. That's yeah, for sure. That's true. Yeah. It might yeah, get me yeah. to quit. It's going to be an, a fucking oven outside. Oh, yeah. I'm going to oh, kill yeah. myself. It's going to be yeah. hotter than the cigarette. <laughs> Do not kill yourself without us filming that. <laughs> you know what, though? To Josh's whatever benefit argument here, that's not a good pose <laughs> for really anybody. So? For yeah. anybody. The one I'm doing on here? That is yeah. so... You don't think that's rock and roll? Oh, my God. I'm that, flexing, though. This how, is did like, they, how did they get you to do Is it your idea? Harsh pose. Ah, uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> uh-huh. Did the whole staff do it where you were doing it? <laughs> no. Just I was the you? only one. It was ESPN body issue was out, and uh, <laughs> this is the, the exact pose that Gronk did. Oh, and so I was like, "Well, shit! If Gronk can do it, my body." Didn't you go to high school, asshole. Gronk? Yes. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, he retired. I know. I'm going to retire too. I think that's awesome. <laughs> well, after this, I mean, how Wait, you beat who this? took the photo? Uh, my buddy Mike. Nice. Was it a sensual <laughs> session? Like, did you guys? I had to like position myself so my uh, for him. He like stood there with his eyes closed. I'm like, all right, my dick's hidden. 
And he was like, no, it's not. And then I had to readjust it. <laughs> you have a nice piece on you? Or is it like, yeah, is I it really like am proud of my dick. Is that like Maplethorpe? Photo? I don't know if it's a Maplethorpe. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to make CP over there drool. But uh, I think, you know, according to my body, like when you're looking at that right there, yeah. you'd be impressed with my dick. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like you'd be like, whoa, okay. Because we, we, you know, we're trying to build a tour. <laughs> For Josh, <laughs> just for people to take a look at his dick. Yeah, basically, oh, yeah. Yeah. for them to come through and go, oh, look That's at those it. shoulders. Did but we get feedback dick. from uh, the cities we're trying to get you? I to? got a couple of places on the horn. We're working some things out. <laughs> but and, we're going to announce uh, some cities soon. I hope so. Yes, okay. That's the dream. Uh, the Make Josh Come Tour 2020 <laughs> could be coming to a place near you. <laughs> Keep it behind the cash register. Yeah, <laughs> 18 only. Yeah, oh the 18 only. Yeah, please. Right. Yes, please. please. <laughs> we don't need any of that smoke. No, no, no. Speaking of 75 degrees, I know that you guys go back and forth about the thermostat yeah yeah it's horrible um when i met my fiance i met her six days later we we took a trip together what we, we went to new york really yeah. it's this is like dating exponentially because we were like all right i guess if we share a hotel room and it works out we're you know that's going to beat a whole bunch of dates around la where we figure out you shared a hotel room yeah, yeah 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 and we walk in and the very first thing she does is she goes uh what do you want the thermostat at and I said, "That's I, how we set it up. Month, month, and we're in New York. We're in New York. And it's, what month? It's August. Oh, uh, okay. No, it's July. It's, okay. July. it's July in, in New York. Uh, and she uh, goes, what's the temperature supposed to?" She said, to? "What am I setting?" And it's nighttime. Yeah. And she said, "What am I setting this at?" And I, I feel like, look, this is early enough. We should just be honest. Mm-hmm. Oh God. I said sixty-five. Oh my God. And you know, she said, "God bless you." Really? God bless you, Ryan Stout. And she said it at sixty-five. And uh, took off her pants and got in the bed. Wow! Wow! Because you know, sixty-five. You want to uh, be cool. If you, I don't know. If it doesn't work out, you think you can introduce me to her? <laughs> yeah. Do you want AIDS? Love it. Sixty-five. <laughs> yeah. That's nothing for you, though. Right? Or excuse me, Josh Potter. I, w- I thought of him the other day. Like, oh my god, it was eighty-four in the valley, mm. and I, I'm like, man, it's like the middle of the day. I'm like, god, it feels kind of like it's clearly hot out, you know. I walked by the thermostat. It's 74 with the heat on. Uh. She's got the heat on. Yeah. So, feels good. I got the heater on right now on this desk. Blowing the heat And on. will you wear good. will you wear like a hoodie around the house on top of that? Yep. Uh-huh. She's got yeah. a lot of She's got AIDS. Sure. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. <clears throat> I do, yeah. Yeah, but you like it so too cold, too cold. Don't overcompensate. If it's 80 outside, then he'll make it 60 inside. I never do that. This is yeah. such bullshit. No, Upstairs I don't. in our bedroom, is, you have it at 60 or 62. No, I do not. 62? Never. Uh-huh. The never. other day you were out and never. I turned it liar, up Liar, liar, pants on fire. It's set at 71. It's never been the 60s. <laughs> never. Upstairs? Never. It's that's at 71. I'm going to go. I'm going to look at it. I've lowered it to 71. Okay. And that's what that's when in the middle of the night I'm like, wow, I'm sweating through the sheets. Like of course. It. And yeah. I get up and I lower it to seven. But you know what I like? I like sweating at night. I feel like it's good for you to sweat. I, I swear, swear to God, God. And I wake up covered in sweat. Oh my God, that and sounds terrible. I like terrible. it. Yeah. So at it night, feels good. at night, she is so cold. She keeps it so cold and she kicks the covers off. Yeah, anyway. she does. No, no, no. I'm freezing See, and I am bundled does. up because it is so yeah. cold she still gets- and she's kicking the cover. Yeah, her thyroid might be fucked up from the AIDS. This one, <laughs> this one will fucking complain, you know, oh, I got him. And then she, I look over and she's kicked the sheets <laughs> off. Uh-huh. And yeah. I'm like, well, run- she likes to sweat at night. I like the sweat. Oh, God. Yeah, it's good. It feels, it's feels purifying. Great. I can't believe you're alive. 
<laughs> I have AIDS. Speaking of Acme Comedy Club, there was a, a manager there who pointed out to me that those earbuds that everyone's wearing right now, mm-hmm. the wireless ones. The AirPods. AirPods. They look like cum dripping out of people's ears. Okay. Isn't that true? That's an artistic take. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I if I agree with that. I've never seen cum drip out of an ear. No, yeah. I neither have I, but yeah. I, when you think about it, yeah. I was like, oh, that's Rub happening. your balls all over that cum. Oh. Wait, rub your balls all over that cum? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like that, it's from take, a movie called Ball Hogs. So take it from the inside of the balls, put it on the outside, and then, and then yeah. coat it. It's not a it. movie. Yeah, you say it like it's, it's, a, it's a, a film. A film. It's a film. Uh huh. It is. It's an art yeah, piece. sniff those balls. Yeah. Sniff them. Yeah, see, look okay. at people. Now, let me put it right up against your eye. Bat your eyelashes. Oh, yeah. dumb. But ball see, see, that's a texture thing. I don't know about the sniffing, oh. but the eyelash sounds fun. Yeah. Texture yeah. thing. <laughs> you don't smell, but how do you know when you think there's jizz coming out? Yeah, of see, here? it looks like cum kind of falling out. Look at the what? guy up there. No, not that one. The upper a, one. It looks like an. All right. Like the guy, yeah, it looks like cum dripping out of an ear. What is it? wrong with you? <laughs> what is wrong with you? You can come over. We can eat Andy Cap's hot fries, and then you could touch my comic book collection, and then just <gasps> come in my ears. Come on, come try in my it. Ears. You gotta fucking come in my ears. <laughs> see, everyone's got cum in their ears. Get apple a lease in the key, man. Just come in my ears. <laughs> Try it out. Try it out, Try it buddy. Out, buddy. This is a deal, man. I like cum in my ears. See? There's cum dripping on everybody's no, ears. This doesn't look like cum. It looks like it to me. It looks like a piece of plastic. No, I, I see cum. I think it's too white. It's yeah, too it's, white. Too, it's white. too white. Speaking of cum, we're getting yeah. into that season where people talk about the trees in West Hollywood that smell yeah, like Yeah, they cum. smell like jizz. Yeah. yeah. I've lived here for 12 years. No uh, no idea what anybody's what, what talking cum about. Yeah, like. of course. Yeah. How do you know so when you've taken it. a really bad brown then yet you kind of need to hide it from your spouse, your yeah. fiance. I, I always assume they're bad. I just you, always... Well, okay, do you have a spray or something that you... <laughs> no, not really. Yeah. Just let it go. Uh, yeah. I go, I'll just try to keep her on the other side of the house or something. When you get out yeah. of the shower, do you just do kind of a cursory towel down? Um, that's good enough on to put in clothes on or do you meticulously towel no, I, dry? I, I towel dry a lot. Yeah. Does that matter? Well, we just had a matter breakthrough earlier today that there's a lot of things I don't like about her. But then I found out <laughs> that <laughs> this sociopath sitting next to me just discovered that you should towel off all the way. She's been getting dressed without... Semi-damp. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And she's like, My and she goes, and it life. feels terrible. I hate it. Okay. Never adjusted it. Never puts changed on, it. Puts on socks on wet on feet. On wet feet. Yeah. Puts pants on wet legs. Uh-huh. And yeah. she's like, isn't it horrible? And everyone's like, yeah, of course. Yeah. I know. Why I would you why do that? I don't know why I didn't So it makes anything. me think of this story I heard about. Uh, I, was, I was talking to a friend of mine. She said her her mom was like lonely and eating a lot and putting like butter on graham crap crackers and just like sitting there mm, she good. would she would take a shower get out of the shower just be wearing a towel and then just like lay on the bed and have a snack <laughs> in her wet towel and she's such a big woman that in the folds of her skin like mold ah! started to form oh my god because she would never who is this? fully clean herself just this girl that i knew oh for and, fuck's sake and her mom would never fully bathe oh. and then she'd never fully dry so then she would stink because the mold stinks okay do i stink from so mold? so let's let, no no mold i don't have rolls though like that yeah 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 damn homie mm. that's rough that's nasty huh well, and I can't smell, but when you say there's mold on a human, yeah, that's I go, pretty bad. Nah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Ugh. I don't want to do any. Oh. I don't even like perfume, which my fiance loves, 
Because she's like, like, I don't it. have to, I don't have to buy oh, any perfume. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, and I don't have to taste that shit. Be great. Ugh. Right. Ugh. So she does, she goes perfumeless now. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, of course. That's so great. It's pretty good. Doesn't have to shower a lot, probably. <laughs> I, Doesn't I prefer, have to. I prefer that she does. Yeah. Just because, uh, you know, most people that I meet and I tell them I can't smell, you know, the, the people who are not comedians, they always go for the easiest joke and they always go, you can't smell. I know some women who would like to meet you. Yeah. And I go, uh, no, thanks. Yeah. yeah where, right. where are you meeting all Dirties. these smelly women? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and they, they just think it's the funniest thing in the world, but they don't realize like, you know, I, I'm an adult. I've, I've gone down on women where it clearly wasn't the best. <laughs> And it's the maintenance a, it's was still, faulty. It's still a tangy error. Like yeah. if you're if you're with somebody and you like work your way down south and you catch a whiff of something, you can kind of go, "No, nah, I'm gonna kiss my kiss the thigh and like work my way out." Like you have a turning back point. Wait, like, but you can't smell it. I can't smell it, but I can taste it. You can taste it. Uh, I can taste when can, something's uh, tangy. Taste the tang. tang. Oh, got you. Yeah. Got you. yeah. Okay. So there's no there's no red flag for me. I don't have that smell privilege. Smell of, of knowing That's like right. oh turn away it's not like i can be down there going what are all these fruit flies yeah, yeah. you smell that fish factory oh my yeah. god no idea yeah. you're thin pri- you and your thin privilege and your smell p- privilege <laughs> i've gone that da- i've gone down on some questionable some boxes. mingers oh yeah definitely. who had the mingeriest box it was uh i was in college and it was just like first of all she had such a big bush man like, really the fucking year is this yeah, it looked like a pair of nuts in her panties. Yeah. And then it was Is this in coming. North Carolina? Is this yeah. in Florida? Yeah. Okay. And then it was just like hanging out of the sides and What was hanging out? Her hair? labia? No, oh, hair. 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 Uh, so much hair. So much hair. Yeah. And then um, Did she shave her legs? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but just So uh, then it's just like Josh's shoulder oof. in your uh, in yeah. your face. Yeah, Josh's shoulder and then that thing had like it just had some sour tang to it, you mm. know. Mm-hmm. Smelled like just a what are those like uh, candy strips, you know, has the sugar on it? Like Sour Patch Kids? I fucking love oh, those. Oh, the, yeah, what Sour are Sour belts. Yeah, it's like that, but it's oh, I love like those. a woman's pussy though. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's like two belts creating yeah. like a. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, and you're like this doesn't taste them. good. And then I was like, oh, I still ate it anyways. Well, I hate to break it to you guys, but sweaty balls ain't no treat either. No, I oh, bet. Yeah. I, absolutely. We are agreeing with you. Yeah. 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 You don't even know like the joy of running this part of your thumb along the edge and then being like, oh, wow, that fucking stinks. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's such a fun move. And you're like, God, my balls stink. Especially like right before you step in the shower, you start going back and forth. You're like, God. And you go back for more and then you're like, I can't believe how much it smelled. Yeah. <laughs> can't even fathom. No. Can't even fathom why somebody would. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just kind of toying with yourself. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just trying to see what smells. Or like scratch your piss. You're like, God. Oh my God, uh-huh. so much stink. I do get a, like a, a physical feeling. Like if I feel like, oh, yeah. I, I think I might stink right now. Right. It's just you a, feel a it. genuine, feel it. Yeah, yeah. But it's like an all over my body kind of thing. Like I should probably just, shower just to be safe. You feel kind of greasy and yeah. like, yeah. yeah. That's like how amazing like the human mind is though. Yeah. Like it, it, that you, you still are alerting yourself. <laughs> That something's up. You yeah. Know? yeah, I'm still thinking about you running fingers again. See that there's this is that's funny. I learn something new about you every oh, yeah. so often. Fifteen years together, I didn't know that that was. I'm one so of your surprised things. that he was so specific about yeah. the part of the finger. Yeah, yeah. he was like yeah. this part of the finger. You had <laughs> yeah, to use that part and just really get in there. Like no, thanks. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
God. Now, what would happen if you switched the finger, Tom? <laughs> oh my God. I don't know. It's like, it's basically, I feel like that part of the thumb was made for you to sniff your balls. Right. Well, because so. you're not using it for anything uh, else. Right. I'm it's the so, outside. I'm yeah. so done after this yeah. conversation. I'm I mean, dry. you can, you know, you can obviously go like uh-huh. this, but I feel like it's made for that crevice, that now, crotch line. Now, since I have no. <sighs> No focal point of anybody smelling themselves. It does seem like individuals are obsessed with their own scent. Definitely. You talk about smelling your own farts. Yeah. Like you want to know what what are the smells coming out of me? But you're married and you don't like check on each other's smells. No, I did. I did. Hold on. on. All right. We had a little technical problem there, but we're all resolved and we're back. Uh, All right. Good. (laughs) Is that you? Is that you? Oh, Jesus. Thank was, God, finally. Yeah, I know. Finally, a guest is doing it. You know, yeah. I took voice lessons in college, and yeah. the best part is it really taught me how to open up my throat. Yeah. And really, like, really? You, you let those. How do you yeah. do it? What do you do? So, I, what I learned was see, like, my this is my throat closed, but if you open it. Oh. Oh. Yeah, you can actually. Like open your throat, and when you, you sing, vomit? when you sing, you have to. Oh, uh, yeah. it has to be open because if you have like a closed throat, it'll be different. And since that, mm. since that one voice class, my burps have been superior. Yeah, you really just, yeah. Wait, so back to our discussion at hand, though. You asked if Tom and I smell each other. Yeah. Now, yesterday you came back from a workout. Remember, you're gone for four hours at a time. And I, and you go, oh, I'm, I stink. Remember you were cooking? Yeah, I could smell myself. And I wanted to yeah. smell you. And I said, let me smell. And I smelled, I didn't smell anything under your arms. You smelled like Old Spice. You smelled really good. No, I did not. And so you just had the feeling that you stunk. No, no, I could smell it. Oh, okay. I, I was at the gym. Then I, I worked out. Then I went to the grocery store. And I remember walking through the grocery. And you know when you stop, I, I go, hey, do you know where the whatever is? I did it. And I, I got a whiff of myself. I was like, ah. that's already like kicking right there. Yeah, yeah. And so when and I the person home, you were talking to, like, yeah, they were like, fell back. They were like, they're like, you disgusting. Ugh. Get out of here, you fucking homeless piece of shit. And then I got home. I'm cooking, and she's like, oh, you don't smell. But she's just being nice. No, I didn't smell your armpits. I I want to. I never have really. Maybe you never twice. smell. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. It's really weird. I'm a girl. Never smelled bo. Even with the mold. Nothing. Even with the, mold. <laughs> the fat mold. Yeah. Zero. My fat roll mold. She's got chips and stuff laying on her skin, but like <laughs> crumbs. No, but she never I smells. I wish. But yeah, you never have to worry about that, obviously. Smelling somebody else. Has your fiance ever been like, hey, you're kind of ripe? I love when she tells me. Really? Love it. Because how would I know otherwise? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, you know, Kevin Shea. Kevin yeah. Shea, from like the day one we started comedy together in the Bay Area, he would always be quick to go, Stout, your breath stinks. Here, have some gum. Wow. And he was just really open and honest and straightforward with me. And I, I can't appreciate that enough. Like you're literally helping a yeah. disabled person. Now, yeah, I feel like disabled. helping a lot of disabled breath people. Yeah. You talk to people all the time and you're like, Jesus Christ, you have How no How do you fucking, not know? Yeah. Do you have this thing? And, and like, I, no. I ask a lot of people too. Is you my do? breath okay? Yeah. Is it, are you sure? Mm. And they go, yeah, it's fine. Stop asking. Yeah. But, you know, it's just me being self-conscious. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Guy's never going to sniff his balls. Sad. Now, um, let me tell you this story because this is something that involves you, Tom uh-oh. Segura. Uh-oh. Yeah. And it's, Christina, I had told you the first half of this story years ago at Flappers. Okay. But the story continued. Okay. I was out for a jog and this car pulls up and I should, I'm not going to preface this with anything. Car pulls up and I go, oh, it's my buddy Tom. And I wave and I smile and I run around to the passenger side because I don't want to stand in the middle of the street and the the window's down and I reach my arm into the car (laughs) and I'm like coming through the window at this guy and I go, hey buddy, how are you? And I grab the guy's hand (laughs) and... 
And I make eye contact. I go, oh, that's not fucking Tom. And we live in L.A. So this guy, he's he's an L.A. person. He's a liar. Yeah. And he just goes, hey, buddy, how are you? Oh, my God. And I go, oh, good to see you. He goes, what was your name again? And I decide, oh, I'll just, this is an easy way out. Oh, it's Ryan. Good to see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see you around. And then I pull my hand out of the car. I pull my body out of the car. And I continue running away, which seems normal because I'm on a jog. Now, that was weird. It's shameful. Like, ah, that was a weird. And you think it's me? I thought it was you. It turned out, no. Yeah, no, it's not me. Yeah, yeah. So um, then probably about three weeks later, I'm just walking in my neighborhood. Same black Mercedes pulls up and the guy goes, Ryan. <gasps> oh my God. Hey. <laughs> oh shit. Now I don't want to have to explain to this guy that number one, I don't know his name. Oh, um, right. that I was wrong and that I had mistaken him for somebody else. So I look at this nice person who's just trying to make friends and I literally just go, yeah, man, I've never seen you before in my life. You say that to him? I just out of shame, just out of like, I don't want to have to backtrack through this and explain oh what God. the fuck I was doing. And you know what he does? Because he's nice and polite. He goes, what was your name? Oh. So now I have to lie to this guy <laughs> just to protect myself. And I, I and you think gave him a real name the first time. I gave him a real name the first time. And now he's trying to make friends, but yeah. I, I don't know his name. So it's just like a clusterfuck. Oh my so God. I'm just panicking and I go, Chris. My name's Chris. And he goes, all right, well, good to meet you. This is so easy for him. Yeah. And uh, he, he drives away and I think, okay, great. That's done with. And that was the story I told you. This goes on? Yeah. First of all, I got to say, I love that my doppelganger's in a Benz. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and he pulled up. I was like, I heard Tom was doing well, but Jesus. Okay. <laughs> all right. If he wants to roll that way. Um, I'm walking down Melrose and uh, it's a little like cafe uh, situation. And I just see this body lean back in one of the chairs and look my direction and raise <gasps> a hand. No. And this guy goes, Chris. No. Chris. Dude. And I immediately just start shaking my no. head. No. And I put my arms out and I'm just, I just want to come clean. And no. I just, as I'm approaching him, I'm like 15, 20 feet away and I'm walking. I'm like, man, I'm sorry. My name's Ryan. And the first time we met, you I thought you were some, somebody else. And I start explaining it. And then his eyes move just a little bit. And I go, oh, now he's looking at me. And then he just continues like, he looks past me again and goes, Chris. <gasps> and I'm just, I, I don't know what to do in this, in this situation. So I just keep explaining. Yeah, man, I thought, I thought you were Tom. So I reached into the car and I, I'm just talking to myself at this point. Oh, he... And as I walk past him, I realize like, well, that's the first time I, that I, did, I saw the guy where he wasn't in the Mercedes. Maybe that's not even the same fucking guy. Oh. Maybe that's a different guy. And so I'm just going through this whole thing in my own neighborhood, running into people from this one instance where I thought it was you. Oh, I got to say just something. Shame. At the, on the streets. That was you. That was me. <laughs> that's the way that bit's supposed Chris. to happen. Chris. Chris. Right? Yeah. Tom didn't recognize me. Dude, that's me. unbelievable. Oh my God. Yeah. You know, have you ever done the thing where... I, okay, I got, one time I got on a flight to New York, it was super early in the morning, and there was another comic on the flight, and I know this person, but it was so early, we were both tired, and we both did the game of like, you know, we both, I'm, I'm sitting down on the plane, I see this person come through, and we both mutually agree to be like, you just see it, like, I'm not even going to say hi. Yeah. No acknowledgement. We gave each other no acknowledgement, and it was fine. 
time to get off the plane in New York. Same moment happens. We could say hi. We choose not to. Now it's gotten awkward because yeah. we both because it's not the morning anymore. It's not the morning. We should have said hi at that point, mm. but I let it go. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. We both were kind of guilty here. Now I'm going back to L.A. We're both on the same fucking flight home. Okay. And now it's go time. What do we do now? Like we've uh-huh. avoided each other. Twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have no beef with this person. Right. I have no. I would invite them onto this podcast. Let's see. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But. And then we fucking make eye contact as we're boarding this plane again. And now we don't say anything. You didn't do it a third time? A third motherfucker time. You got to tell me who this is. Yeah, I, I will mean, off air. I would, I would be the first one to uh, break the silence and I would blame them. I'd be like, oh, you're not going <laughs> to sure. say hi again? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what to do at this point. Uh-huh. Dude, you ever see a, a stranger and you're flying to fucking, you know, Cleveland on a flight? Like you just notice the person... And then on your flight home, you see them again and you're like, hey, yeah, yeah. Totally. And you think we flew to Cleveland. Totally. And they're like, Cleveland together. Yeah. Like, nah, man. Okay. Don't know like, you. And then we're both flying back now <laughs> on the uh-huh. same flight. Come on. I love shit like, like yeah. that. It's kismet, right? Yeah. 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 We're living in the same universe together. Yeah. There, this must be, there must be a reason for this. And they're like, no, we booked yeah. the same flight. And you see them on the bag yeah. frame and you're like, <laughs> we yeah. both got bags. <laughs> but it's Look so at the similarities. Yeah. So I like that. I started to worry that uh, <laughs> I've, I've had this problem my whole life that I'm not good with faces. And a lot of people say that, but I'm really oh, bad maybe. with it. And I looked it up and it's called prosopagnosia. Mm. Like when you don't recognize, and it's not like an all or nothing situation. Like some people are great with faces, but some people have it really bad where they, like if they run into their parents, it'll take them a minute to like, they'll have to hear their parents talk and oh, they wow. go, oh, that's my dad. Okay, good. Like they have it awful. But uh, I've always been just terrible. Like when I meet comics on the road and we have a great week together, I always tell them, look, we're going to run into each other again in L.A. or New York. I'm not going to recognize you out of context. Just mm-hmm. tell me your name and I will, I will remember everything about you. I'll remember that you were going to college, that you were studying this. I'll remember that thing with your sister. I'll remember all the stories. And comics tell me all the time, wow, you have a great memory. And yeah, I'm like, you yeah, do. but I don't remember your goddamn face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, with the whole situation in my neighborhood with thinking it's Tom and then not even remembering what the <laughs> other fucking guy looks like. And then the guy on Melrose barely even looked like Tom. So like, <laughs> that's definitely I a different guy. This, like, rabbit hole. <laughs> Chris, um, and you're like, I'm not Chris. He's like, the fuck you talking about right uh but when i moved to la i remember i went to this party and i met this girl like in the kitchen at this party and literally like three minutes later i'm in a different room and she's in the other room and somebody goes oh have you two met and i go hi i'm ryan and she just met me and she just she just puts her hand out to shake my hand and she's like okay Uh. but doesn't say her name and what's weird is like at this party there were a lot of white people she was asian Mm. So like that's the thing like racist will say all Asians look the same for me the same Asian doesn't even look the same right like I'm I'm not even (laughs) I'm mistaking people from moments from moment to moment so I'm wondering if I have this thing and it's developmental like you can get worse with the age you can get worse with it yeah Hmm. so I'm a little worried I don't feel like you I remember people remember like we go to parties and I'll be like that's Rick and that's that they they work here and I work and you're like how do you fucking know these people yeah you have a you have a great memory for details and stories and what we did with this and that i i remember faces but not names i'm the opposite of you mm. i'll yeah. never forget yeah. your face but i might forget your name she'll walk out to people at a party and she'll be like jew right 
Yeah. And they'll be like, yeah. yeah. And she'll be like, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. And she walks I could tell. I can spot I could your, tell from across the room. Yeah. 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 I definitely. It's like, hey, babe, that's not the best policy for this business anyway. <laughs> you know. <laughs> My fiance is a Jew. Ooh. Oh, yeah? yeah? Don't introduce them. Yeah, yeah. Now, but you're totally Miami going on. Miami Jew. Yeah. Are you, is uh, she going to convert to any, are you going to, are you religious? Does it matter? We had, we had talked about it a little bit and uh, I basically said, yeah, I, I, I don't care. You were raised what, Catolico? No, I was raised, I was Presbyterian until I was eight mm. and then they like fired the pastor. Like the congregation decided we don't want this guy anymore. And my mom is a vindictive person and she liked the pastor. So she said, well, fuck it. We're never going to church again. Mm. And my brother and I were like, Great. That sounds awesome. Mm. And so we never went back to church. And, That's the uh, best day of your life. Yeah. We just watched wrestling on Sunday mornings. It was amazing. Slept Dude, in. I didn't get that, but I did get the, the point in my adult life where I went to visit my parents and it was Sunday and they, the day where they stopped doing the guilt trip, like when they were just like, uh, we'll see you after church. Or we're just going to, you know, head out and we'll see you later on for lunch. And I was like, Okay. okay. And then they came home and they didn't mention it. And I was like, this is the best day of my life. The not mentioning it is huge. Yeah. Like yeah, my, yeah. my dad's family, they still go to church. And my aunt one time, my brother and I were visiting and we did not attend church. And she got back and I was getting out of the shower and she was like, oh, you look clean on the outside. <gasps> what a bitch. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it feels good. Yeah. feels good. feels great. T- took 10 minutes. Didn't have to scrub on the inside it's at all. so weird that people believe in a mythical man in the sky. Yeah. Keeps track of your shit. So what we were worried about with the fiance was uh, if we have kids. Right. She wants the kids to be raised Jewish. Mm-hmm. She would like that because that's how she was raised. Sure. And, you know, just traditions and stuff. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. No problem. Well, yeah, this is only the mother matters. Maternal. Right. Well, then my therapist was like, hey, buddy, slow it down on that. And I said, why? He said, because your kids are going to gravitate to whatever parent believes what they believe. And so you could cause a rift with your children Mm. if you believe something completely different or not at all. Mm. And they're just going to constantly like side with your your wife. And I was like, oh, shit, I don't want that. Mm. Mm. So now what? What does that mean you got to do? We're not going to have kids. Oh. (laughs) Great <laughs> problems all. <laughs> that is a great problem solved. Well, yeah. well now we might, we might. But it, the other thing was growing up, she always thought she would marry a Jewish guy, and then she compromised and said, "I like Ryan. I think I'll go with him." Yeah, Aww. and so that feels nice too. Sure. So you don't, you, yeah. So are you considering converting to Judaism now? You know, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't rule it out. But uh, you know, my heart's not going to be in it. Aww. It's just going to be like an on paper type thing. I do love the Jews. I've always yeah. felt Jewish on the inside. Yeah. I don't know. I like How them. were you raised? Well, Roman Catholic by tradition, but not really yeah. religious. Yeah. But I grew up in a Jewish neighborhood. So I don't know. I grew up around Jews. I like them. Yeah. I grew up around Catholics. Yeah. El Paso, Texas. A lot of Catholics. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I'm over them. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. My mom was raised Catholic. I mean... <laughs> Is this guy a Jew? Well, I Uh, bet your fiance would have kids if she were with my man right here. Why don't we get a little taste of this guy? Play with your booty Uh, in your kitchen, but I'm gonna put my hand in it and I'm gonna smell it. (laughs) Ay ay ay! Ay ay ay! Remember him? I remember him. Ay ay ay! See, this is our second time with this guy. Yeah. Same video? No, no, no. A different video. This guy's putting out new content. 
That's what we're what? excited about. Is it his content or is it somebody in his neighborhood who's like, you know, that first video went so well. <laughs> that first video was fire. <laughs> Let's get him on, on the horn again. He always has a, a like a really cool sexual message. Like, what's he say right sexual. here? One love. Yeah. Mm. You think it's a game? Right? I ain't going to play with you, my baby. Okay. I'm going to put my hand in your kitty cat. We got it. Look, in your face. And I'm going to do it like that. I'm going to smell it. Okay. See, that's something Ryan can't do. Yeah. Yeah, he seems to enjoy it. But he seems And to, I'm jealous. He yeah. seems to like your method of self-smelling. <laughs> do you think he does that to his own nuts? Mm-hmm. Oh, like for sure he do? does it to his nuts, but, but he, he also will do it to do your the, kitty cat. He doesn't just do the thumb. No, yeah. whole He hand. does the whole hand whole with the hand glove. In do you think your kitty cat. the glove holds the smells nice, too? Ay, ay, ay. I don't know a lot about smells, but I will say this. He probably uses one hand for him and then one hand for her, one for her. Oh. and then alternates. Can you pull up <laughs> his really first video? Just, yeah, like this is how we first got to know him. <laughs> smell, 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 smell. I like the one the hand per customer. First time here. that we met this cool guy. <laughs> this is how we first met him. He has a yeah, lot of the same. Uh, does he have more teeth in this one? Is no. This one? Oh, cool, cool guy club. <laughs> Ah, yeah. real cool guy. Yeah. Cool guy. All your beautiful women. Yeah. Uh-huh. You feel me? Just let me eat you. One time. Just let me eat you one time. And you're gonna I guarantee you, you're gonna you're gonna ask me to stay to your house. You gonna you gonna sleep for three days, my baby. Yeah. yeah. Mom. I'd like to Guess sleep what? for three days. I can show you what time it is. Sure oh. never tell you they got a man up above. I can cook for you, clean up your house. Oh you heard me? Listen, when you come home, baby, you just gotta jump in jump jump in the tub with all them bubbles. See, it's weird because he likes that smell, but then but he's he, also like, "Why don't yeah. you clean it up?" Too? He wants it clean. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like the smell, but with potpourri. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's too bad he's not into guys. I feel like he. Yeah, oh. we'd give we'd give him an, an the tried out guy. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. because yeah. he likes to clean, he likes to cook, and he'd be a nice match. Yeah, no, he's definitely not a good match. Nice guy. No. He seems wild. <laughs> They are disparate opposites. Yeah, Robert would be pretty. Is that how you say that word? I don't know. Disparate? No, I'm I, I'm genuinely asking because I've only ever read that word and I I've never. So. S- no one's ever said it out I loud. I think it's disparate. Disparate. Yeah, I believe read, right? you. I'm You're literate. Yeah. Yeah. You're like Ivy League shit, right? No. You went to a good college. No. You want to know something? Mm. Uh, I might be graduated from college this month. Seriously? I might what? be. I, I graduated from high school in the year 2000 and then I went to school and I was doing stand up and my last semester of college, like things took off for my career and I ended up just leaving school and moving to LA. I had like two classes left. Shh, shh, shh. Ryan, please. It's a good one. It was a good one. It sounded round. Just like a little. Did I'll it, tell you something. Did it register? Like, like pool, pool ball size. It doesn't fucking it smell good. It didn't register. I, don't, I did think you, it was off when you farted. You, we heard it on your, I mean, the, the fart was so loud you that we heard it on Tom's mic. You didn't turn the mic on. I did time. turn it on. He's saying I that I turned it on before did. I went there. It was pretty muffled. Maybe it was a You tested it out. <laughs> it smells pretty bad. See, I don't understand how smells stick around either. I don't understand well, how like dense. it can like stay I know on the mic. Right now, inside of me, there's some problems going on. <laughs> I think we had it. I think we got it. Boo Band, okay. you got to fix this ASAP. This is the most important element. This is a cornerstone of the show, goddammit. <laughs> you're you're going to shit, huh? No, no, no. I'm not going to shit. But you've got problems. There's some problems. Chipotle. <laughs> um, wait, wait. Tell what me, did you have from Chipotle? You to, Hold on. I had the chicken bowl. Yeah. Yeah. 
I love all the times that you have announced like, oh, and then Tom did this and he had to shit, of course. And it's, it reminds me of when I look at my puppy and I go, oh, he's got to go out. <laughs> yeah. Like you yeah. could just, you he just know, pick up I on know. some facial tics yeah, he's when you live with a creature. Right he's, yeah. got, he's got gas no. or he's got something. I'm br- fine. Yeah. Um, no, it's not okay. He's going to okay. shit after this interview. I'm not. Um, <laughs> wait, why are you going to graduate this year? Um, I just ended up, uh, I had like a class left. And you and left? Then, and I was done. And Where I, was this? Where were you at school? San Francisco. And I just oh, ended up uh, down here in LA doing comedy and television. And 13 years passed. And I was like, ah, maybe I should finish that class. No oh my shit. God. So this, this year I decided, well, we'll release the new album and then we'll finish the class. And then maybe we'll get married later this year. And you'll Let's get the degree. Let's just make 2019 big. Yeah. That's a big year. Do yeah. you, you get the degree from your school? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Was Where it USF? State or USF? No, SF State. Yeah. No, I went to the lazy school. Gotcha. I wanted to go to the school where I could do stand-up every single night and still maintain like a 3.5. And that's where you And smart. that's exactly what I did. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you, man. Good plan. But it's not going to do anything for me. Having the little certificate no, isn't going to... No, it's gonna... a sense of completion. Did you, did you graduate? I did. I went to USF. Oh, you went to you. Yeah. Oh, you went to the good school. But I did not oh. go to doing stand up, and I should have done stand up at night. I wish I would have started back then. Yeah. I what did, year were you young. there? Uh, I started in '94. At graduated at USF? in '99. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. And then you went to college, North I did. Carolina. I did. What did you study? Uh, the very difficult track of communications. And you feel like it's paid off? You feel like? Oh yeah. No, no, no. But like just using the knowledge. And I mean, there's a, there's very little that I did. I mean, it was the right track for me. Like, that's what I should have done. Yeah. You know, it would, I had the, within communications, you can do the print, you know, you can do, I did like TV radio production, which was the focus of it. Sure. The place looked a lot like this. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I don't really apply what I learned there, but it was still, yeah, no. it was all the other classes that I was forced to take, like anthropology and genetics yeah. and all sorts That's of other fun. weird stuff. Like, you know, I took the art history course and I was forced to take these classes. So I would sit there and listen. And it just gave me like a deeper appreciation for all sorts of things around yeah. me. Yeah. And uh, I was always glad that I did it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, lo- I love college. I don't know. Yes, it's expensive. If you can afford it, if yeah. your parents are helping you or whatever, just fucking go. It's four years to learn about cool shit. You're yeah. never the idea of learn. skipping college now it does upset. Like with some, I'm like, dude, go. If you can afford it, I'm actually go. Go. I actually believe that if you hated school, like throughout high school and elementary school, do oh. not go to college. Really, you should absolutely like if you never liked sitting in a classroom learning, you should get into a job immediately after high school. That's mm. a true. Stick with that job for four years and then like show companies like. Look, I can commit to four years of something and then just immediately start investing in like an IRA or something like that. Because the problem with college is you do get a job afterward that pays you more, but it doesn't pay you enough more depending on what you invested. Yeah. Like you're only getting like 10% back. But if you can get a job and put money away and start like working the stock market a little bit, you're going to come out way ahead. And if you're somebody who hated school anyway... You can be on top of the world. That's what my little brother did. He was a shitbag in school. His entire life just hated it. And we'd get calls all the time. Kevin set an art table on fire. Come get him. And sure enough, my parents are in the principal's office. But my little brother graduated from high school a year early because they just said, hey, you need these credits and then you can just go. And so he did that. And in Texas, when you graduate a year early, you immediately get to go to any state school. So my little brother immediately got into 
uh, I think he went to San Antonio and just immediately started playing like Texas Hold'em in illegal card houses. <laughs> like not going to class, just playing cards. Kids, everybody's like, hey, this kid's only 16. Let's get him really fucked up and drunk. And my brother was like, yeah, let's fucking great. do that. Yeah. Or even trade schools. How's he do now? He started working in a restaurant situation because even when he was playing cards, he had like a Rockefeller style ledger and like kept his numbers pristine. Oh, wow. He was like, this is what I gambled with. This is what I spent on deodorant. This is what I spent on food. And he was like, all right, so this is what I can gamble with today. And here, here's what I want. He just had everything set up. So when he got into the restaurant industry, they were like, oh, this kid knows his numbers. And he just started killing it in that business. And now he does finance for like a home building company. Oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah, he just stayed with numbers. It was fine. Look, I mean, it's not for everybody. School, yeah. obviously. And it doesn't, it's not a necessarily an indicator of your ability to succeed in life. Right. But it's a great four years of getting high and reading cool books if you can afford it. If you're curious about shit, absolutely. Yeah. Go find out what's yeah, out there. I know. It's a good time. What do you got there, Jeans? I got this right after this. Um... So, uh, first of all, I want to say that you were invited and we have a policy on this show. Ryan Stout was uh, invited to your yes. mom's Thank house. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. This is a, an invitation only show. So you have the invitation only shirt. Oh, I'm going to wear um, that. If you could please yeah. pass yeah. this along. This is for you. Invitation. Should I take this shirt off? Like, like you your would. friend? Whatever you want, man. Like, like you your know, friend? You. <clears throat> belt. Belt Crusher. What's his name? Uh, <laughs> oh, Brent Crystals. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, uh, look at look that. Look at that. Oh, wow. Ah. Look at you. Yeah. Invitation only. Boom. Invited. Ryan Love was it. invited. I just had to buy um, Tom Ribs. Yeah. That's, that's all it took. <laughs> um, the third album, Man in the Suit, is out now. They're playing it all the time on Sirius XM. You should go and download it on iTunes or wherever right, you right. stream yeah. or purchase music. Um, Ryan, also, are you doing dates right now? Um, you know what? My website crashed, and so that's not updated, but okay. uh, I'll be at the Comedy Store May 5th, and then I'll be at uh, Stir Crazy Comedy Club in Glendale, Arizona, nice. May 16 through 20. It's, it's in there someplace. Okay. Go to stircrazycomedy.com or whatever it is. You'll find me. It's outside Phoenix. So if you're in Phoenix, come say hi. Go say hi. Go see Ryan's out. Hilarious, great comedian. So funny. Um, Thanks, gang. So yeah. smart. I'm glad we did this. It's oh. been a long time yeah. since I saw you, man. Yeah, yeah. I love you guys. Yeah. yeah and congrats on your uh, soon-to-be marriage. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. I didn't... By the way, this is the only time I've ever been with both of you in the same room. <laughs> did you know that? How funny. Like, I guess we, we flew on a plane separately. together. Yeah. We were in San Antonio yeah. together and then... Yeah, at comedy clubs and things. I'm just never with both of you ever. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true, though. I kept you separate in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's all but like this works well. I'm okay yeah. with this. Oh, good. Yeah, I mean, ever since kids, too, we definitely are never uh, anywhere no. at the same time, except for here. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's so it. I'll meet the kids next. Yep. We'll see. Ryan Stout, thank you very you much for coming, my friend. Invite only, only to, to the meet kids. the kids. Yes. We love you. We love thank you. Thank you. Love you.
don't stop. Christine, it was one of those loads. Christine, that don't stop. Christine, that don't stop. It was one of those loads. Christine, that don't stop. Don't stop, Christine. And it was endless. It was fucking endless. And when I took my dick out, she went. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for stopping by. It was one of those loads, Christine, that don't stop. Christine, that don't stop. It was one of those loads, Christine, that don't stop. Don't stop, Christine. It was one of those loads, Christine, that don't stop. Christine, don't stop. It was one of those loads, Christine, that don't stop. Don't stop, Christine. And it was endless. It was fucking endless. And when I took my dick out, she went. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for stopping by. It was one of those loads, Christine, that don't stop. Christine, don't stop. It was fucking endless.